All right, Danny, number five. What do you got for your number five? Ooh, laddie. Halfway through the segment, let's go. <clears throat> Wait, does right. anyone got to pee? Anyone got to pee a little bit? I'm good. I don't have to pee. Honey bear? Yeah. I mean, Nick can just pee right in his chair. Yeah, he so. won't. Yeah, his bucket's right under it, so it's not like <laughs> Welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. Got a big episode for you today. <laughs> With me every week is uh, Danny. Woohoo! It's our top ten. <laughs> Nick. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, every week I'm Sam, the bomb, okay? And it is our eighth annual summies. Holy shit, eight? Yes. Yes. And, um, yeah, our, this is our top ten, each of our top tens of the year of 2023 for anime. That is how we do our Oscar kind of thing, right? We do our top ten each. And now, of course, last year we came up with the Plummeted in the Summit 5,000, 9,000 Fudge Coated Super Show. And we plan on doing that again probably like in the next month here. So if you're still wondering about if we're going to do that again, we definitely are. we got to get with the Plummet Boys and talk to them and see what's going on. But of course, that is for later on. I'll make sure to update you guys on that. Um, it's pretty cool, though. This is perfect timing because after you hear this, you can go over to the Plummet channel and hear the Plummies. Okay? The Plummies is coming out right after this one. So... I don't want to waste no time. I just want to get right into it, okay? Uh, I'm always excited for the summies. It's one of the hardest episodes I have to plan for every year because I never know how to pick my top 10. Fucking A, okay? Uh, Links.animesummit.net, okay? Go there. You can find all the links where to follow, where to follow. There's TikTok, there's Twitter, Instagram, and then all the places where to listen, like YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Remember when I said iTunes for like five years? I kept saying iTunes. Yeah. It was like, yo, yeah. iTunes. Um, Boomer. Um, and also go to AnimeSummit.net. That is where our merch shop is. You can go there and buy a shirt. Get you a nice shirt. Where are you going with that shirt? Where are you going with that shirt? Oh, I got my I got my shirt in the mail, by the way, so I'm, I got to take a picture of it. Yeah, dude. Danny got her hoodie. You can go to our TikTok and follow us on TikTok. Check out Danny and that hoodie. She looks super cute in it. And of course, you get to see our new marketing and ambassador Mochi in that two tag as well. <laughs> um, she was not happy when I. <laughs> she was like, "No." <laughs> um, she was sitting on her box, and I like looked at her. I was like, uh, you, "Oh wait, let me you, grab." her. You took her away from her spot. That's the thing. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's funny, man. <laughs> and then, uh, perfect timing for this new patron. You're getting a sh- patron shout out on our one of our biggest episodes of the year, Demi Mutagen. Thanks for becoming a patron. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Oh, yeah. Tuck it, tuck it, tuck it, tuck it, tuck it. Um, Hell yeah, dude. So, yeah, let's go into listener question of the week. All right, this is from Snowman, and they ask, which anime character would you like to interview? That's a good one. That's a good one. I got one. I got one. What do you got? Johan from Monster. Let's go. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Have you heard of Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news. Um, 
Mm. I would interview Aya Rindo from Undead Murderface Johnson. I would love to just have dinner with her, just talk with her. Just like, dude, what is going on in that brain of yours, living the life you've lived? Like, and how do I, where's the chase? How do I cut to it? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, What about you, Danny? Hmm. I think, honestly, I think I would want to interview Aqua from Oshinoko. Just because, like, I'm like, man, it's okay. Like, we get it. <laughs> just, <laughs> but like, I honestly, I think my the interview would just turn into like just talk, like just just let it out, you know, like, you know, it does. This doesn't even have to be an interview. We can just talk. Like, that's she stands it. up and she's like, "I'm fighting for my fucking life." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Well, you guys picked current stuff. Jeez. Yeah, I interview I one of the robots from Pluto. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. I didn't think about that. But yeah, like, I guess we have. Yeah, we I feel left out. Um, <laughs> Waifu and his band, or Daniel, who you got? Waifu, we got Free Rin from Free Rin. Beyond your <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm in Delaware. <laughs> and then Husbando. Is Ray Sua from Buddy Daddies? Yes. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Yeah, buddy, daddy, daddy, buddy, yes. buddy, daddy. Um. Yeah, do you love Ray? I love Free Run. I love both of these. I love Ray. I, I mean, I good love picks. both of them. They're good picks. Good picks. Yeah, Ray Sua is like when the other daddy says no, you just go to him and he'll say yes. That's like that's, yeah. that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad. Cop. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Good assassin, bad assassin. He's the one that is like, uh, you know, oh, can I play video games? And then the first daddy says no. And then you go to Ray. Daddy Ray, can I play video games? Sure. I'll even play with you. Sure. What do you want to play? I'm down. <laughs> what do we want to play? <laughs> um, so we are going to start from our number 10 and go up, obviously. Um, halfway through, we're going to mention our favorite OPs and EDs. And then probably at the end, we'll just quickly spit some honorable mentions without jumping in them too much. But also, I want to preface by saying every year this is hard for me. And in the eight years, almost nine years that we've been doing this, this has been doing nothing but getting harder and harder to figure out what my taste in anime is. But picking this list today, I honestly feel like I'm starting to figure out what it is. And... I kind of felt like that a couple of years ago when we did the semis, but then like the next year came and like, I don't know. It's, it's getting tough. It's getting tough. I've never I been know, into- I feel like this year I, it was easy for me. Maybe like a couple, I was just like, Hmm. Sure. But I don't know. I pretty like when I was writing my stuff down, mm-hmm. I was just like, yep, this, 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 this. Yeah. And this. And it's yeah it's definitely i've never been into anime as much as i have been now obviously and so or you know in these these eight years i've been doing this almost nine years so i never thought i would buy a 200 some some dollar figure yet there it sits behind me so it's like you know what i mean it's just like everything is changing and everything is ever changing i hope our podcast in general continues to do the same and i hope that my taste maybe even continues to do the same so i can you know whatever 
And there was there was even there's been times where I do pick animes for the semis my top ten, and I'm like, yeah, but I should put this here because Danny already has it. And Nick always says this. He always goes, dude, if you liked it, put it on there. It doesn't fucking matter if it aired in 2023. Put it on there. And oh yeah, I yeah. think we had a different rule in the past. At we one might at have. one point we did. I, maybe we I don't might know. have. But Nick, this you know, Nick especially the last couple of years. I think it like, makes sense because like it's hyped now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I would say as long as like. You're not counting the episodes that aired in January, you know what I mean? Like Right, right. And Nick It had to be airing in twenty twenty three, those particular episodes. Yeah. Nick the past couple of years and and even just the whole time has always been an advocate of if you liked it, then put it on there. It doesn't fucking matter if I put it on there or Danny didn't put it on there. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Just put it on there if you liked it. And and if it aired this year, put it yeah, on put there. Yeah, put Kimono Friends on there, dude. Right. Oh yeah. Kimono Friends. I think that was on my list that one year. So yeah, honestly, and I think I need to let go of that. And the past couple of years, I've been able to do so and kind of figure out what I'm what I'm starting to like. So, anyways, just wanted to give that a little spiel. I don't know why I just felt like it. Um, so this year, I feel like my list is a little bit more solid. It was still really hard to fucking do. I have a lot of honorable mentions, but that there's being a lot said, of shows that aired this year. There was like over two hundred, you know. Yeah, hundred fifty of them. And being a lot of them were pretty good. Yeah, isekais, you know that's still 50 other shows right so yeah so i know people are gonna be like oh oh nick i thought you liked this show a fake fan huh? why is it on your list yeah there's uh, only 10 slots it was really fucking hard yeah it's only that's 10 why. slots so shut up you know what i mean um that being said uh the order it's in is in danny sam nick order these nuts order as we call it so we're gonna start at number 10 um you know we're not gonna go too much in our first five obviously just because you know, if you want to hear what we really thought about it, then you can just go listen to the seasonal review of it, of where that episode or that show aired. But that being said, let's just start. Let's just get it on, get it on, get it on, Danny. Number 10. This is our number 10 show of 2023. All right. So my... All right, Danny, number- let's go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, it's your turn. Number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um side note, I just want to say this real quick. I saw a TikTok and it was like siblings and it was like I'm the oldest and you know so on so on and so forth. And then it goes I'm the middle child and then it cuts off to the uh to the youngest child. Yeah, yeah, and he then, doesn't even get to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the middle child. I I'm the youngest. I yeah, he just like gets to say his thing. I saw that one like yesterday or today, I think. It was so funny. Yeah, oh that's how I felt right now. He's <laughs> a middle child. Oh man, I think we're all exactly the same age. Yeah, I, uh, I think you're older. I think you're yeah, older. By old like oh, by like by like a month or whatever. Like yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm anyway. the older twin. I'm four. I'm four minutes older. <laughs> in freeran years, this this is nothing. <laughs> all right, for real. Sorry, my bad. I had to fuck with you. All right, go ahead. Number ten. Here we go. Okay, num- my number 10 is Oshinoko. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I I initially wasn't going to put it on my list, but then I realized that I actually did enjoy it. Um, and, and Oshinoko definitely has a very strong first episode. Um. So that was one of the best episodes of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to point out that Oshinoko 
aired in spring of 2023. So, um, and yeah, uh, I also remember I like binged read the manga and I couldn't stop because people were talking about it in our discord um and I I actually fairly enjoyed the manga as well so um yeah uh and this this show like you just have to watch it and just experience and what's going on and everything um it's unexpected yeah it's yeah. unexpected um and it's it's beautifully animated i mean like just the way <clears throat> that that i and and the twins look in per, in in particular just well they got the star in their eye they have the star in their <laughs> eyes because they're a star <laughs> um and and yeah like i i don't know if you guys have anything to say about this but like that's uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. It, and and I I don't blame you. I for for me I had not experienced any. I you know I I know it's in Shonen Jump, but I knew it was one of the biggest jump titles coming out of Jump, and mm-hmm. um I had not experienced anything. I had not read the description. I had, not, I had no idea what it was about. So going into the first episode, I was going in you know blind, and when it happened, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. The, yeah, hell? the the first episode was ninety minutes. It was like a movie. It was almost like and yeah, it, it was like, almost like three episodes. It had a, now. it had a very uh, surprising element that happened yeah. at the end. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. That sets off the rest of the show, you know, the show, and yeah, yeah, the story, and it's just like, oh man, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't blame you. Good number ten, honestly. and it was uh, sitting at I think number one on my anime list for a little bit. Yeah, it got it got bumped down after a while, but it was definitely um, up there for sure. Um, I wouldn't blame the first, first episode, episode came out. I, I would I um, could see why I could see it being at people's number one, you know, even so like, you know, just. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and it's I would say this for me, if if the show had the same. Excuse me. Level of quality of that first episode, then I would have had it. Oh, I, I, I'm spoilers. I don't have it on my list, but I would have had it on my list if it had continued like where it was going with that first episode. Sure. But it kind of it kind of uh, changed up a little bit. But I mean, it was still good. So for me, it's an honorable mention. But yeah. um. We should mention that it's a it's kind of like a mystery slash entertainment industry uh show where they're kind of examining like what's going on there. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a say it's a saying, so it's a little bit more on the mature side. Um, but it also ha it, it also revolves around um Japan's entertainment district uh more so like with idols and acting and stuff yeah idols and acting yep because the girl the girl uh is an idol and the and the boy or they're twins so the the boy is a is a actor and the girl's the uh, idol so yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're trying to solve a certain mystery which we don't want to spoil Because that's I'm related to episode one (laughs) very excited for season two because where where the show ends they start a new arc uh and the next arc that they're going to center on is a very exciting one at least for me and and because we get to see more of like 
the other side characters uh, progress in their acting and everything. So it's very, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Don't say buddy, Sam. That's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> for later in the list. <laughs> yeah, number 10. Number 10 I had to put on here because it's a surprise. It's a, it's a surprise. Surprised me. I had to put it on here because of. Um, oh yeah, I thought Danny would put this on. So it's I'm glad funny. one of us had it. <laughs> I did have it on my list, but then I took it off and replaced it with Oshinoko. What is the name, Sam? What is it? Overtake. And this aired in fall. So this is one we just talked about, and um, it's about Formula Four racing, and um, the two main characters. One's a destined to get first place racer and the other character is a photographer and upon meeting uh they kind of bring out these fears and you know hopes out on each other in their own respective you know uh careers i guess and it's a lot more than than what i'm telling you but like it 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 just for you know it just looks really nice it just the character acting it was really good I, I i felt like i was watching this this just this drama that was just perfectly written and it was really nice nicely written characters it was directed by aoki which is one of the few things he's directed he hasn't directed much before this but um i had not even heard of him before this but um uh Anima was the art director and uh he really let really let the character shine the character animation and 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 whenever they were on screen he really let them shine through every time you saw somebody riddled with anxiety anytime you saw somebody cry yeah. anytime you saw somebody smile or laugh it just looked so genuine it looked really nice you would never catch me watching a sports show about racing especially for somebody who doesn't know anything about drag racing or formula racing or you know f1 racing but, nascar i don't know anything about that stuff okay? but that's the beauty about sports anime <laughs> yeah no yeah you get into you it don't right? have it's not to know about the anything sports. about it yeah <laughs> it's just the story you know that's what i mean the, that's also the meme is you got to say it's not about the sport it's about the drama <laughs> yeah and i mean it always is <laughs> and you know you kind of get into it you know they do it with little expositions like which they, they don't really have to you know what i mean it's racing you know so i mean um it was just kind of the perfect setting and their reasons for doing what they do and why they want to do it is it just, it's really cool. It just makes you want to follow it closer. And um, yeah, I loved it a lot. Good show. Good show. Good show. Good show. Yeah, I, I watched, uh, I watched MF ghost, which didn't quite make my list. I really enjoyed that. So I, I, I said I was going to trade overtake for something else. I forgot what my deal was. <laughs> I do want to watch that one though. Um, mm-hmm. I saw the you'll first have episode. To, you have to listen to our fall review episode just to yeah. remember. I was like, Danny, I'll watch this if you watch that. And Danny's like, You no. told me to watch MF Ghost if you finished. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll oh, try right. But you <laughs> have to finish, but you have to, you first, you have yeah, to watch yeah, it yeah, yeah, before. I'll go, okay? I'll go first, Danny, the and then you have, you have, the, you have to let you me have know. A, a year. You have a year to finish. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> All right. That wasn't it. <laughs> no, no. The, the deal is that I watch it and then you watch MF Ghost a year later. <laughs> That's the deal. More like five years later. Yeah. 
it wasn't that long. But anyway, um, my number 10, I'm just going to start going here. My number 10 was Heavenly Delusion, and this aired in uh, spring, I think. Uh, yes, spring. This was production IG based on a manga, adventure mystery sci-fi, survival, sign-in. It's kind of like uh, Shinsukai Yori, Made in Abyss, Promise Neverland, uh, kind of all mixed together. Um, let's see what else. There's 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 a lot of like survival elements to it and mystery. It, it, it like what it is. You have these characters living in a world that's that's inhabited by monsters, and it's almost like a zombie type style story. But instead of zombies, there's monsters, which are much scarier. And uh, it, like you know, the characters will get killed, maimed, uh, assaulted. <laughs> the and and uh, there's like this like weird like sci-fi technology that happens where like body swaps happen and and uh, body part swaps happen. It's very uh, visceral show, and uh, I think the strength of this show is kind of the. The show don't tell uh, environmental storytelling, you know, directing storytelling where it doesn't it doesn't spell everything out. But if you're paying close attention, you can see like, oh, this scene foreshadowed a scene down the road. You know what I mean? And um, it's just it's really, really well produced. Like production IG always does a great job, in my opinion, almost always their shows look great. So this was hard um, for me. I wanted to put this one on my list, too. And I. Yeah, this this yeah. is a this is a very dramatic show. It's not very funny. So yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for that, then you know I check think this one uh, out. for me mostly it was because I wanted to know more, you know, and before I Yeah, put it, it on does it does end kind of partway through the story. So the I think there's like another so gone, season like announced. That. Yeah, I hope there's another season. I really hope so. Because yeah, the manga it's it's going. So season two, I think, was announced at some point. But mm-hmm. well, I, well, I don't think it's announced yet. So the manga. No, not yet. No, not yet. No. Manga's still going 2018 and, and currently running. So I don't know how yeah. far they are right now. I should have probably looked that up earlier. But yeah, they, they did end partway through uh, after a very dramatic couple of episodes. Um, it's it's actually it's it's interesting to see like the characters, different personality types and like even the side characters have feel very believable. Um, and it's it's cool to see how like resourceful uh, Kiriko and Maru are because they're the main two. You know they're they're like traveling. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Good, 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 good. They got to use force. They got to bluff. They got to make friends. They, they got to do everything. Buff. Good pick. Good pick. I All love right. the scene where she bluffed with a gun. That was funny. That was good. oh yeah. It's like a gun that's battery powered too, like and but super. Yeah, powerful. and like and if you look, you can see that it's not even loaded. <laughs> She's like threatening these bad guys with it. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Think of um, think of the cricket from Men in Black. What Agent J uses? It's kind the of noisy like that. cricket. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the little gun. Yeah. yeah Heavenly delusion number ten. Oh, and and check out uh, Mason on on Triple uh, A podcast. This is one of his favorites. He he gave a review on it. Dude, shout out Mason. Well, I want to do another pod with Mason, man. Because Mason the machine. That's him what and I call me, him, we 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 get along. We get along, little dog. He's, he's his cool, note taking is is uh, legendary. All right, <laughs> yes, so many notes. All right, now we are on to number, number nine. nine. Cue this. Um. So my number nine is my clueless first friend. Oh man, this one was so cute. <laughs> Wasn't it like? Uh, 
at first I I'm so glad I watched this because initially when I had it on my plan uh during that season that it came out when did it come out oh the spring of 2023 I wasn't going to watch it because it was so down on the list but then when I decided to actually watch it I was just like this is the most adorable and most wholesome thing I have ever watched wholesome and why Danny. isn't anyone talking about it because it's too wholesome Danny nobody's getting their arms chopped off but that's <laughs> that's not what it's about I know that's why it's not the number one you gotta have some choppy choppy well Although I do see a character is nicknamed the Grim Reaper, so that's yes, starting to get that's closer. Yes, that's Akane. That is Akane, <laughs> the main character. I didn't watch it. <laughs> you should. It looks like they're in an elementary school. They are. They're like grade schoolers. So, um, yeah. So this one is about Akane, who's a fifth grader. Um, <clears throat> um, she does get bullied a lot by her classmates and everything. And then, you know, there's this transfer student who comes in and it's um, uh, uh, Tayu and he's he thinks that Akane's nickname, the Grim Reaper, is the coolest thing ever. So and he's all like, that's so cool that that that's your nickname. I want to be friends with you. And they just start being friends and. Over time, um, they start hanging out with other people. Um, they they meet Yumi and um, Daichi, and they just just go and do little kid things together, uh, like go to the zoo and everything. So, um, yeah, I think this is an absolutely adorable show. Everyone should watch it. So, yeah, super cute. <laughs> I loved it. Studio, what was it? Studio uh, Signpost. Signpost. That's such a good Signpost. name. Signpost. That's, that's kingdom. a good name, man. Yeah. They've only done a couple shows, so. Yeah. I like the designs of this. This, uh, this reminds me of like a Disney show, just like the way they look. Yeah, it I don't could know. be. Because the, the girl has a air, the bangs covering one eye. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. And the manga is still releasing. And the mango, the mango chutney is still going. Mango chutney. Um, number nine for me was Vinland Saga season two, and uh, I mean, I didn't enjoy the the staff who worked on it in season one was did it way better in my opinion. Um, whoa, Sam, we said you got to start positive. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Compliment sandwich. Compliment sandwich. I'm just saying that's why it's lower, not higher. But okay, like, well, but it's on my top ten because <laughs> it's on my top ten because of this. A lot of people, and I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. Not that I've read the manga. I just knew that it was coming because people had told me it was coming. Um, without spoiling it too much, right? Um, but like, I knew what was going to happen was this season was going to air, and a bunch of people were going to drop it because they were like, "Nothing's happening. He's not doing all the cool ninja fighting stuff, like in the whatever." And it's like. That's not what Vinland Saga is about, dude. It's not about that. Like it's, it's about this person 
who is broken and damaged and heartbroken and riddled with riddled with grief and guilt and him trying to overcome that by him fucking self. That's what it's about. And if you can't fucking see that, then you can't probably you can't you probably can't tell your ash from a hole in the ground. Oh, I knew it. I was hoping you'd say that. Everyone take a shot. <laughs> Everybody like, take a shot. You probably eat your steak well done with ketchup. Like if you don't Oh. Tell him. Like fucking you probably fart and blame it on the dog. Danny. So like that what? being said. <laughs> I don't have a dog, number one. She blames it on she blames it on all James. the more suspicious. James <laughs> blames it on me. That that's actually believable, actually, yeah. <laughs> he lifts a leg and just obviously farts. Danny, how dare you? <laughs> James will be at the grocery store and Danny will be at home and he'll be like, hmm? and he'll be like Danny. He'll message me. <laughs> yeah. yeah actually, like- no, James won't be at the grocery store. I would be at the grocery store and he would be at home and then he would fart and then he would message me like, babe, did you fart? Yeah, other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Who farted? It wasn't me. You're like, actually, yes, I crop dusted aisle three. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? Um, no, seriously, like, um, the, the story of Torfin is so important. And like when I, when I, when we talked about it, when it aired and when I, when we talked about it, when the first season aired, that's the part that like got me the most is literally just the story of Torfin. And that's what the show is about. It's not about, it's not supposed to be like this. Okay. If you want to go watch your epic, stupid HBO Vikings, Game of Thrones bullshit shows and go watch it then. Cause that's not what this is. Like, that's all I'm saying. And you put a little a, respect on early season Game of Thrones, okay? Yeah, yeah, early season, yeah, yeah, fifteen years ago, okay. I was fucking a young warthog. Like this show is the shit, and there's a reason why the manga's still going hard. And it's like, it's just like it's so good, man. I love Vinland Saga. I'm I that that last line in this like second to last episode, man. Oh my god, I don't even want to say it, but like you know what I'm talking about. If if you've seen it. You'll know what I'm oh, talking shoot. about. Shoot, I think I know what you're saying. Type it in the chat, and I'll say it when I mention it. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, type but it anyways, in the chat. Uh, oh, for real, though, I'm going to say Nick, it. Nick, what's your number nine? Um, okay, number nine. Let me click on my list here again. I got it mixed up. Insomniacs After School. This one's a little surprising, um, both because it has an eight on Mal, which these types of shows very rarely do. I did not and finish this. I feel awful. You should feel awful, Danny. Okay, maybe I'll watch your little kindergarten show if you watch this one, huh? Oh Let's no, do another, another show another swap. One. We're not gonna double one. down, double or nothing. No, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. Too much for you. Okay, but anyway, Insomniacs After School. It's uh, it's uh, Light and Films based on a manga. It's a romance, and it's pretty much two characters. Well, there's a few other side characters. Two main characters uh, in high school that are like Insomniacs, and it kind of, I mean, it's it's a romance, right? Like they're they're both going for each other, but in in a way that's very wholesome and atmospheric with like the night. So it's kind of like Call of the Night that aired a year ago, I think. Um, yeah, Call of the Night, but less monogatari, vampire-y. There's no supernatural elements to this one. It's just it's just kind of like a adolescent love story. Um, and so it it is. Uh, let's see here. I had my notes there somewhere. There we go. There we go. Um, it just has like this unique setup because you don't you don't normally have love stories with like only the two characters essentially, and there's other characters in it like the teachers and and like another friend or two. But it like it, they're pretty much like looking forward to nighttime because like at the, it basically. 
they can each only sleep if they're lying next to each other because they have like just like an automatic connection pretty much it's like a disney level like not love at first sight but like sleep at first sight <laughs> so uh yeah like and you know one of them has like a real health condition the other one has insomnia and so it's it's just it's just uh i don't know like and the way that they do the confession in the show is also like really romantic and and well done it, it's just it's it's hard to explain it. It's almost it's almost like an Ayashike type of show, right? Because it's very slow paced and it's like a slice of life. So if you're into that, then check out Insomniacs after school. Um it's not it doesn't excel in any one area, I would say, but it's it's very good at, at what it's trying to do, I would say. Sure. Yeah, that that was kind of contradictory saying it like that, but no, but I, I um, get you what you mean. I get what you mean. It, and it's pretty, I'd say it's pretty emotional and it has, a, it has a good, uh, soundtrack. So a good ambiance to it. So if you're looking for that, Samiacs after school, there you go. Ambiance. Yeah, dude. All so, right. This is probably my biggest surprise of the, of the year. I think that was your surprise. Okay. Yeah. We, we all probably have a surprise. I think a couple of surprises. Clueless uh, was my surprise. Let's move on to number eight. Hutch. My the Ocho. Number eight is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Yeah. Well, Danny, that's not on my anime list. You're well, cheating. Well, it's on ah. Annie list, okay? So get over yourself. Don't you mean Boku no Pilgrim Take off Because that's how they'd say it on my anime list. They don't Boku no Pilgrim Take Off. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking that's about? That's not dude? what it's called. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called in, in Japanese. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, Scott Pilgrim takes off. It's on Netflix. Uh Sain Saru uh did the animation. Um we did a review on it. We did. All right, um, the end. Yeah, the end. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you waiting for? You want me to t- you want me to spell it out for you? <laughs> Wait, you want me to repeat myself what do I look like? Fucking Danny Two Tones? What is this? <laughs> um How you yeah. Scott, Scott Pilgrim takes Got off. Got ATM across is, the street. Is more of like not an exact like adaptation of the graphic novels. Um, it's more of a um, other take that could have happened. Like a rebuild of the Evangelion. Yeah. 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 Um, well, there's more to that than even Gallion. There's more Brian, to even Brian Gallion Lee this, also yeah. wrote it as like as well. Yes, um, he wrote the script for it and stuff. So, um, yeah. So I like I absolutely loved the show. Um, I I gave it a ten. So and it is actually on, on any list. It is uh, it ranked number four highest. Uh, ranking of 2023 um and it deserves that so um yeah like this is just i this is a 10 i loved this one um reason why it's not higher on my list um is because um it's the material is more of western um media versus uh japanese media um, but it's it's animated it was, by Japanese production. It was, it's a Japanese yes, production, yeah. 
Correct. Yes, it's a Western yes, property. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 So. Yeah. You guys complained when I picked Arcane that one year. No, I didn't. I did not. I wanted to watch shit out of that. I just hate League of Legends. That's all. The community sucks. That's, that's every competitive <laughs> online community, Danny. Overwatch is worse, toxic. I think. Now, though, to be honest, no, I think I, I think they're I think all, they're equally bad. I think, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's all the same. <laughs> Anyways, I'll tell you what. Me and Danny's favorite Scott Pilgrim episode is by just by saying this. I went down to the beach and saw Kiki, and she was like, eh, and I'm like, what up? <laughs> <laughs> then this shit comes up to me, and she's all like, hey, aren't you that dude? And I'm like, yeah, what up? <laughs> So we're at the pool, and this girl comes up to me, and she's like, "Uh," and I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> this is such a millennial core show. Because this is my United States of whatever. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Zoomers would like Scott Pilgrim, dude. If you're a Zoomer and you don't like, dude, listen, don't be a bitch. All right, take it from a take it from a homo erectus millennial. There's, there's not enough skibbity toilets in there for to keep their attention. Skibbity toilets. What? I'm just kidding. That's that's Gen Alpha. That's God. not even Zoomers. <laughs> just, I don't oh, see. Man. I don't Every know. generation sucks, dude. Yeah. We all suck. We're fucking drinking our butter beer and petting our doggos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go drink some butter beer, millennial. No, good pick. Good pick, Danny. Good pick. Good pick. Thanks. Good pick. Um. Any, oh, did you want to say anything else? I kind of cut you off a little bit. Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. Uh, we can move on. I thought I cut you off. Okay. No, no, no. I definitely want us to get through this so that we can get to our top Get to our good stuff. So yeah, yeah. Elaborate a little bit more. Um, My number eight is Buddy Daddies. Yeah. This show is so good. It's yes, so cute. Please. And you know what? I'm, I, I, I don't want to spoil Danny's list. <laughs> I already did just now. Sorry. But like, no, you just know, say, like, what, say what you're going to say. Well, yeah. it is. It, it, it's, it's on my list. You just don't know where. You just don't know where. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where Ray Sua is from, the husbando, our, our husbando, this episode. Um, the character design is just really good, and the story is just really cute. It's, 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 um, adoptive daughter with unlikely parents kind of thing, two men and a baby kind of thing, but it, the way it's done is just really adorable and really ridiculous. You know, it's got your common anime tropes in it, you know, all over the place, but, like, it's just done really well, and it's just, I don't know, man, two assassins adopt a, a kid who's now parentless because of their job and uh they raise her man while trying to do their assassination work <laughs> it's just fucking crazy um i gotta update my analyst i just realized but it's 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 really cute man it's the i love ray sua especially he's me and danny have to fight over him a little bit but you know it's 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 okay because then you know i'll just get some gets hurt Sam gets him on the weekends. I get him the rest of the week. And then I'll just have Kazuki cook for me yeah. during the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both cute. Ray's just a little cuter. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and each character, you know, the two the two dads, quote unquote, and the, the little girl, each of them have their own kind of little progression they get through throughout the whole show. And it's just, it's just really cool, man. It's really cute. So, um, yeah, dude, that's my number eight. Nick, number eight. All right, mine is Spy Family season two. I feel kind of lame picking this one again, but it's just a good show, right? Anna, so I I don't think it's lame. Like, <laughs> nah, it, good pick. It, yeah. There's a lot of good it stuff de- this season, but like, it. or this it year, it. yeah. I, think- I thought about Onimai. I thought about Oshinoko. Um, but I think I'm still going with Spy Family. I gotta go. I gotta stay home. The meat season, potato show. Season two. I mean, season two for Spy Family didn't make my list for this year. 
Um, yeah, and I'm wrong, Danny. All right? No, I get you're it. not wrong. No, no, you're not wrong. I'm, I get it, Danny. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, man. I I would have loved to put Spy Family on my list. However, but you watch like, too many good shows. I, I just watched <laughs> just too much, like, things that... I just you're putting want, a, you're putting the new stuff up there. I, I, I yeah, it. I wanted to put more newer yeah. stuff. Um, you know, and I'm scared, I, so I, I I I stuck to my guns. <laughs> um, I mean, actually, I think I might have put uh, uh, Dark Gathering. I didn't finish it. That one I really loved the first three episodes, but it it's a longer show. So Dark Horse, I would have picked Dark Gathering. But anyway, uh, Spy Family though, it's still a very good show. Super funny. Season Anya two had the best. Uh, honestly, one of the best arcs. Yeah, there on the, there's the a cruise ship arc. Yep. There's uh, a couple other ones. Uh, Bond is 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 uh, connecting with the family more. Anya. Okay, so basically, Spy X family. I say this every time. You, Anya is like a telepath. Yor is an assassin, and Lloyd is a spy. And they don't know. They don't all know everything about each other. Anya is like four years old. She can't. She can't like. <laughs> she can't like verbalize or do things, but she can cheat by reading people's minds. So she's kind of getting by doing that. Um, but yeah, this season has a lot more yore in it, which I, which I liked. Um, th- this one had the one where she got shot in the butt, right? Yeah, that was the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was funny. It starts off with that. Um, yeah, you also have Becky, who is uh, who's Anya's friend, and Damien, and like the the little kids just like fighting with each other is is really funny. Um, yeah, I think. This was about on par with the first season. The first season might have had some overall might have been better. I'm not sure, but I think like every like Spy Family is hard to miss on this show. Like I think most people are going to like this. This is this would probably be the show that I recommend to the most like the widest audience on my list. Not kind of, yeah, maybe the Shonens, but um yeah, it's, it's very funny and then there's also some heartfelt moments, but mostly it's comedy. And it's it's like semi episodic, but there's there's some arcs in there. There's a little bit of story going, uh. But yeah, we read it in also the uh, manga book club. Everybody liked it. Sam, Very remind me show. again why you're not watching Spy Family. Uh, I just every season that comes on, I just kind of forget about it because <laughs> I'm always like, I'll, I'll watch it, I'll watch it, like, and then I. But oh, you haven't even seen the first one or read the manga. No, I I watched the first season. Yeah, I watched the first one. The first season's good. First season's great. And then I started the second season and I, you know, they got Bond or whatever, you know. Um, but then I just kind of forgot about it because I was like, oh, because oh, oh. I kind of felt like it was one of those things where like, I know I'm going to like it. So I'm just going to I want to watch other stuff. You know what I mean? So I, mm. it was kind of my fault. Yeah, it's not that's not really it's not that I don't like it. <clears throat> I think it's really good. The characters, given the circumstances and the characters and why the reason they have to be together, it writes itself. You know what I mean? That's why it's I think that's why it's so good. You know what I mean? It's just like. The jokes kind of write themselves. It's it works out. It's very easy to watch because of that too. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dude. And uh, it looks great. Also, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, studio, who did this? Wit and Cloverworks. Wit and Cloverworks. Great job. Yeah. Um, but, I don't have anything else to add. It's a great show. Fun for all audiences. Next person. <laughs> Here we go. Who do we got? <laughs> Next person. Next person. Shim. Next number. Shim. Seven. Shim. Seven. That's Danny. Danny, you're up, I think. 
Yes. Um, my number seven is Undead Murder Face, or as the actual title is, Undead Murder Farce. Um, Face Johnson's. <laughs> Joanne, it's a lady. Oh yeah, yeah, Joanne, Joanne, Undead Murder Face. Joanne. Joanne. Yeah. Um, man, this, this one's good. This one. This one. Oh man, like freaking summer, summer twenty twenty three had a lot of good shows out. Yeah. And this was one of them. Um this is like your murder mystery Sherlock Holmes-esque type of show. Um you know, it's based in the 19th century. Um and but this one has like it does have like that Sherlock Holmesy type of like feel to it. Um but it revolves around more of the paranormal um activities and stuff so like you have your vampires you have your you have your golems you have your werewolves um you know you have like your uh ogres and everything like that so this show is very interesting in that aspect um you do get a glimpse of sherlock holmes and watson um you also see the Phantom of the Opera in here. Uh, you see Arsene Lupin in here as well, which is voiced by Mamoru Miano, which is my favorite voice actor. Um, you know, there's Al- Alistair Crowley, the Jack Jack the Ripper. You know, you name it. You you name any type of like classic classic uh, monster. It's it's in here. So or like, yeah, it's cool because it mixes. It mixes like classic monsters with historical fictional characters and historical real figures. So like there's mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes, Aleister Crowley, and Victor Frankenstein. All that stuff is super cool, super dope. Yeah, yeah. this was a good one. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this, and I want more. Give me more. Yeah, and where if you it ended, don't give it was me like, more, I'm just gonna read the manga. <laughs> yeah, where it ended wasn't it wasn't like some wild cliffhanger, but it was just it was more so like you know that the main characters have more to do, and so like yeah, okay, well, what's next? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for more. Hell yeah! That was wait, that was number seven. Seven, okay, seven. That was seven. Seven. Um, dude, this one. Uh, I put Psalm 100, bucket list of the dead. Honestly, I'm so glad that you put it on here. <laughs> did it squeak off of yours a little bit? Just slide off of it yours? It did. Yeah. I mean, like, I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to like it, but, like, it, it was it was fun. Like, it, yeah. it, it had everything I wanted. I, I mean, I'm not too keen on, like, the, zo- like the zombie stuff. Yeah, because um, it's, it's like I, it's it's overdone, you know. It's like yeah, we get it. I don't really, yeah, I don't any sort of media that <clears throat> ha- ha- revolves around zombies. It's just kind of like a major turnoff for me. Really, I don't I really understand. care for it. Yeah. So, but this, yeah, like it's it was good, and the freaking opening honestly is Chef's Kiss. Like, yeah, it's, it's good, awesome. man. It's really funny. Like, it's just like, all right, you know. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's a zombie apocalypse, whatever. Okay, we've seen them before. But the main character's like the way the the show starts is this character, this main guy, um, Akira, he gets his dream job. He realizes he's doing it day in and day out how much it sucks. Okay, like we all know if you work full time, especially in an office like I do, um, 
well, I work from home, but you know, I work at, at, at for an office kind of business culture kind of thing. Corporate culture is bullshit. If you work for a place like that and you do it day in and day out, it becomes really drab. You know, if you work kind of like, you know what I mean? Okay. Not necessarily that kind of job, but like, even just like what Danny does, you know, day in, day out, you do it so much. You do it 40, 30, 40 hours a week. And he's like, man, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And then the zombie, he wakes up to a zombie apocalypse. He's like, dude, I don't have to go to work today. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's. And so he just so freaking happy. He decides I'm going to do my bucket list then. Now that I have, now that I don't have to do this, this, like it, it takes the, okay. There's this one tweet that goes viral. Probably, I don't know, every year, once or once in a while. Somebody tweeted it, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago. And it's it's it was a tweet that said, like, I'm not going to, like, sit here and actually think that we were born to just work 40 hours a week, go home and die. Like, I don't I, I refuse to believe that. Right. This takes that tweet and just makes it so, no, we're not. And you should do this bucket list. You should do your bucket list. So as long as the zombie apocalypse is happening he might as well just work on his bucket list. So now he has a chance to, because he's not working this bullshit job anymore. And so that's just what it is. And it's just really funny. And he meets guys along the way. He, he rescues his best friend along the way and, you know, try and find all the survivors and get along. And it's just, it's just really funny. There's some scenes in it where obviously it's serious and it's like, Oh shit, you know, but um, it's more of, it's more about an adventure comedy. You know what I mean? And this guy trying to knock things off of his bucket list, which is a hundred, hundred things. So that's why it's called Zom 100. And I just call it Zom 100 because that's my name. But I like the manga. The anime um, captures the manga I really, really well. I really want to read it. I think a, I, I think I would like it too. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you, we, like I enjoy both. And I feel like you would enjoy both too, Danny, honestly. Mm-hmm. And they're, 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 they're great. Um, there was a lot of production issues, obviously. It didn't, you know, it didn't finish until recently. Um, in 2023, it did. But it started yeah, way it, earlier. It started. We got, in, uh, we got the rest of the episodes like Christmas Eve. Yeah, like in December. Yeah. Yeah. It started in the summer or end of spring or summer. And yeah, it was kind of wild. Um, it, it, the studio is a new studio, Bug Films. And obviously they outsourced to many different places, you know, Shaft and things like that, like most anime studios do. But um, it was, it was, it was kind of a, kind of a, kind of an uphill battle it was it was crazy um that being said um if you want to read the manga read the manga i think the manga is great too um i bet the anime is done really nicely it looks great it's really funny it's 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 it takes something that's like a tired trope and just adds your own twist to it you know like that's that's what you want when you when you you want new stories that's kind of why i made my spiel at the beginning of this episode because i was like i want new stories Either that or I want the same story, but done with a a creative twist on it to make me care, right? That's what anybody wants. And this takes something that's a kind of a, a common horror trope, you know, Night of the Living Dead, that kind of thing, and puts a creative comedic, comedic twist on it and makes it very colorful and bright, and it's really cool. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that Danny had Undead, Undead Murder Farce, and I had this one because then we can kind of ping pong off each other because Undead Murder Farce squeaked off of my list just a little bit. You know, maybe because of the show. But yeah, that was my number seven. 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 I I changed my list order around, so I'm Cheater. still gonna say it's number seven. Cheater. I just bumped everything down. <laughs> so because I want to put the new stuff on above. So okay, here 
my number seven, but technically number 10, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Oh, I see what you did. Okay, I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. So really, I did JJK Season 2, then Spy Family, then Heavenly, Heavenly Delusion, and then Insomniacs After School is technically my Which number seven. But anyway, yeah. okay. I'm talking JJK now. Um, it's really funny because a lot of people on Anime News Network didn't like it, <laughs> but like a lot of other people, most other people did like it. Man, I can I see it. why. Um, yeah, it's, it has really, really good action, right? So like, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the animators were overworked and scheduled like hell. So that was kind of a big controversy this year, but, um, yeah. so yeah, Studio Mappa, they, they cracked the whip at the very least. It looks good. Uh, the action scenes have a lot of weight to them. They're they're fast and and you know vibrant and and like a lot of characters get hurt, they die. There's no, well, there's not very much plot armor. There's some, but it's the Shibuya incident. It's kind of like Chimera Ant in Hunter Hunter, where it's like it all takes place in a very short span of time, but it's a a bunch of episodes. Um, I'm putting it on here just for, just for the action alone. Like it's worth watching it just for that, honestly. Um. And I would say, uh, as far as like compliment sandwich, you know, the downsides, I see why people didn't like it because of the, there's almost too much action and they kind of went for a shock value, uh, at certain points in the season and certain characters had certain things happen to them that were, (laughs) people didn't like. So, uh, it, uh, I can see why people didn't, some people didn't like it. Um, I, I thought it was just you know, it's a fun show. It's, it's hype. It's, it's, it's just fun to like, uh, uh, keep up with, with the social media of it, with like the art and the memes and everything. That's why I have it on here. So this is kind of my, I got to fit in with the cool kids show. Right. (laughs) I did like it though. I do like JJK. It's a great, uh, franchise. So there we go. Um, maybe not a perfect season. That's why I'm putting it a little bit lower on the list. There we go. That's my number seven slash actually number 10. <laughs> slash actually number 10. <laughs> That's good. Okay, Danny, number six. Um, My number six is Trigun Stampede. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I know you have this up a little bit higher. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you're probably going to say everything I'm going to say. So, I mean, just this say it. just came out uh, winter 2023. Studio Orange uh, is the studio. Um, man, like, I know people were griming about this and how they're all like, this isn't Trigun. What? Like, you know, why isn't Fash more funny? Or why isn't Fash eating donuts? And blah, blah, blah. Uh, I got a stick up my butt. It, there's not enough comedy. Um, who cares? <laughs> this who cares? is <laughs> this is a great. I think this is a great adaptation. Um, I I loved this, uh, and the way the way everyone like the character design in particular. It was They're just a bunch of pretty boys, Danny. I don't care. They're a bunch of fuck boys. <laughs> uh, Koji, <laughs> Koji, uh, um, Koji Tajima did the character design for this. Um, like, he did great. Uh, like I absolutely loved every single character, particularly knives, like knives in this looks phenomenal. He looks terrifying. He looks scary. Like, 
I don't want to be in the same room as Knives, like because he may fucking like if I if I blink wrong, he may kill me. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, and and also I think another connection that I have towards this is after going to Otakon and going to the Studio Orange panel and everyone at Studio Orange who was there just showing everyone that like um art compositions of you know all the characters and and what could have been uh instead of the final the final cut um them showing us how they do their 3D um production and animation and all that kind of stuff even the commute like the trigun stampede community um the fans themselves it was just so great being there and just seeing um the freaking um like <laughs> all the 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 cross shaped gun punishers just lined up on a wall uh, just waiting for the panel to start was just amazing to see. So, um, yeah, like the this I loved this show. I I I I can't wait to see the final, like the the next story of it. So, yeah, I kind of rambled on a little bit on that. No, I'm very so. excited to watch more of this. Yes, it's. And, like I'm excited uh, to see Millie and stuff because mm-hmm. we didn't see Millie in this, oh, yeah, and I think a lot of people season. were upset that Millie wasn't already introduced. But mm-hmm. honestly, like I think that was a good call for them to not have Millie in right away and have her in for the for the sequel. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, they I'm took excited. Wolfwood's pecs. <laughs> He's got a old Wolfwood head. He's got uh, a head bigger pecs. Pack. No, 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 no not pecs. Pecs. His chest. They shrunk him. They shrunk. <laughs> He's fine. They shrunk him. Oh, actually, Sen might not agree. Um, because like there's a bunch of fan art the with fan art is Sen's Wolf, cannon. Literally, is... Wolfwood having like you the, know pecs galore. The knives. I'm talking in the show though. In the show, not the fan art. Fan oh. art can do whatever they want. Well, they gave they gave all the they they gave Wolfwood's pecs to to mile to to knives. To so. knives, yeah, they did. It. <laughs> yeah, they just gave them to him. <laughs> They're like, here you go. I'm Venmo you some. <laughs> I don't need these anymore. You can have them. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Dragon Stampede is very cool. Um, was that number six? Oh my god, okay. Number six. Sheesh. Dude, number six for me is Pluto. And we did a Netflix review of this. And uh there were some 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 artists that worked on this that I wish they could have shined more on. They they didn't. They cut they cut some of the stuff that they did. Um I can't remember their name right now. But um otherwise, art direction wise, it was pretty sweet. Um, and I had never experienced any Urasawa stories before this, um, monster or Pluto or anything like that, but basically it's the strongest robot in the world arc adapted into like this murder mystery story. Uh, it's like a, 
reimagined murder mystery take by Naoki Urasawa and based on the manga by Naoki Urasawa. And um uh it was it was cool, man. And I I, I love I love um sorry <laughs> strongest robot in the world arc from Astro Boy or Tetsuan Adam is what I should have said. I didn't say that. Um but it's it's um by Osamu Tezuka. And um it's uh man it's fucking awesome, dude. It's fucking sick. It's like uh it's really cool because like you for me anyway, I was able to recognize not all of them, not all of them, but I was able to recognize who was who when they came on the screen. I was like, oh, that's that's Adam right there. And that's um <clears throat> that's North number two. Like I know who North I knew who North number two was, and I knew who Hercules was. Um, some of them were readapted for for this for Naoki Urasawa's sake. Like Epsilon doesn't look like how he looks in the anime. In the two thousand three anime, it's actually a, a femme robot. Um, but um, even Tenma and Ochanamizu, like I knew who they were right away. I was like, oh my god, that's that's fucking Professor Ochanamizu right there, big nose ass motherfucker, right? And Pluto, obviously, um, Pluto being the 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 big the big the big G the big bad guy. Anyways, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> Even if you don't know anything about Astro Boy or or Tetsuan Adam, Iron Adam, uh, this is just a really cool story and it looks great. It looks really it looks really awesome, and the characters are done really fucking well. Um, this they took Urasawa's very unique style and were able to adapt it very nicely for the screen and it's eight episodes long and each episode is like 40 minutes to an hour. Um, also when you're done watching it or even before um, you should watch all that. Cause Netflix does a lot of on, on Netflix's YouTube channel. They do a lot of behind the scenes stuff for each of their shows, right? Each of their big hit shows. And I had wish I had watched more of those before we reviewed it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is so sick. Anyways. Um, you should watch those before or after during your watching Pluto because they're super cool. That being said, personally, I loved it. I think uh, Kawaguchi did a pretty good job of uh, um, directing it at Studio M2 and, and Netflix Studios. Yugo Kano actually did the music. The music in some parts is like, oh, man. like It was kind of like um, Nick has been kind of getting me to understand atmosphere more through composition and atmosphere. kind of recognizing it quicker. And so I've been trying to keep my ear open for that. Normally I am right. Cause I'm a musician. You would think I would know, but like, I don't always catch it cause I'm too enthralled with like, you know, the art or the editor, the story at the time. So, but well, yeah, that's what you do. You're like, Oh, yeah. look at all them colors. Look at all them I bet bitches, I could do yeah. that. And so it was cool, man. Yeah. Pluto is really cool. I really like Pluto. Um, I really love, I um I Astro boy and Adam. So, uh, that's why it's on my list. You know, I love them in general. So seeing where I was take on this super cool, very awesome. That's my number six, number six. <clears throat> All right. My number six. This is surprised me. Apothecary. I didn't know this what? was going to be on Nick's list. Just, I was like, holy crap. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I finished it this week. So oh, yeah, nice. Well, okay. I didn't finish. I finished the first 12 episodes cause it's still airing. Oh sure. 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 Yeah. And this is like one of the shows that's, Technically, you know, we're allowing it, you know. Yeah, because it was interesting. Um, but, but I mean, I, the first 12 episodes, put it on my list. They're good enough to be on the list. So that's what I'm talking about. Apothecary Diaries. This aired in the fall 
And uh, this is, uh, who st- which studio did this one again? It is OLM, Toho Animation, based on a light novel, drama, mystery, historical, medical. You have a main character, Mao Mao, and she is, uh, she's the apothecary. Well, she gets like kidnapped, essentially, and sent to the uh, Imperial, like the lowest echelons of the Imperial, cor- imperial Court. And she kind of schmoozes her way through and and not schmoozes. She she like actually she actually is just very extremely competent at what she does and uh, her knowledge of medicine. And she 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 becomes like a taste tester, like a poison tester. Uh, she helps out with various things, uh, the, the courtesans and the concubines, and she makes friends with all of them. She she also has connections to the uh, the red light district, the uh, the brothels. Um, and so like. What makes the show good is that she's uh she's just very resourceful and she also has she's not like a perfect character, she has flaws. Um she she has kind of a a thing for for various types of foods and also poisons. <laughs> she has like a fetish for like getting poisoned because she's built up immunity to it. Um her her pseudo love interest is Jinchi, and he's like this supposed eunuch, uh extremely handsome, all the ladies love him. Is he really eunuch? I don't know. Um, but yeah, like the. I think it, his title is more important. I think I think the eunuch is just a cover up. That's yeah. I think it's a cover. I think he's has more power than he lets on. Yep. But um, the I like I pretty much like every character in the show. That's what makes this this show good. Like they all are believable, I think, and redeemable. And it's it's kind of like a. It's kind of funny, but also there's like drama to it. Um, it reminds me a little bit of a sentence of a bookworm, kind of. Not, I mean, very vaguely. Um, or or Snow White with the, well, actually a better one is uh, Snow White with the red hair. I've seen that one. Um, I don't know if Danny's seen that one. I keep telling Danny to watch it. But which one? Snow White with the red hair. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, you would like that show. That is a good show. Um. But yeah, Apothecary Diaries. I know Danny got this on your list too. Spoilers. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave it there. I don't know where it is though. Yeah, it's mystery. Mama, we, I almost picked her as one as the best girl uh, of the year, but we picked we picked uh, Freerin. So I I really enjoy. I think my favorite part of the show actually is just the 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 teasing between Jinchi and Mama. That that's kind of my favorite part. She always gives she always gives him like a like a, a sour face or whatever. And she's like the one girl who's not head over heels for him. So that's why he likes her. And yeah, it's cool. Apothecary diaries. There you go. Nice. Okay. We're halfway through. We're going to quick say our OP and ED of the year uh, in the same order. D's nuts order. So everyone's OP is what do you got, Danny? I have, um, Okay, it's from Horimiya Peace. Um, yeah, I don't. Sam, can you print? Can 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 you just say the title and the artist for me, please? Oh, uh, the song is called "Shiowase" by Omoi no uh, Omoi no Take. Yes, that one tripped me up a little bit. Omo, Omoi yeah. no Take. Yep. Yeah, is yeah. the artist. Um, <laughs> I will say, like, deciding a favorite OP for the year is very difficult because there are a lot of good Tough. ones. Tough. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. So many um, good ones. So many. 
but this one really oh. stuck out to me yeah. uh, because the song just works so well with with the animation of the OP. And anytime it came on, anytime I sat down to watch Horimiya, I, I grinning from ear to ear every time. Like I, I nearly cried almost every time. And the first time that I've watched the OP for this, because it was just so good. And I was finally watching Horimiya again. So, but anyway, yeah. So that's, that's mine. My OP is, um, the song is called Slash. The artist is Yama. And that's from Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witcher Mercury. Um, and I, the Witcher Mercury started in 2022, ended in 2023, um, and this is the second OP in ED, so or so it's fine. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, this is on our. Um, if you want to listen to like our top of the our top songs of the year, um, you can go to the Radio Hour that happened a couple months ago, of course. But yeah, Witcher Mercury, I loved, and the only reason. It's not on my top 10 this year. I'm just going to spoil it and say it's not on my top 10 this year. It's because it was on my top 10 last year. And that's not to say that this part wouldn't have been on my top 10. It's just it squeaked out. You know what I mean? So um, that being said, um, I thought it did a very good job of reestablishing the important parts of what we saw in season one and the way it was boarded. And I can't find the name of the border right now. But um, the way it was boarded was it kind of just reminded you of what was happening the song was more serious and it was just like oh fuck like we about to get in here now i will say this as a gunpla builder too some of these kits from which from mercury are some of the most greatest kits to get into the hobby i recommend the the aerial gundam the alfrith gundam and the Feract gundam uh and the delanza which i have not done but i've seen other Gunplay TikTokers do the Delanza and they loved it. So um I am going to be building the short set next because it's sick. It's sick Gundam. Um, anyways, that's beside the point. That's a little side note. The song is really cool. It's like on my playlist right now. So love it. Uh Nick, favorite OP. Uh my favorite OP is from Otaku Elf. And I actually didn't finish the show, but the OP is so catchy. It's such a brainworm that I that I have it on there. Um it's, it's by head. it's called uh I am probably pronouncing this wrong. Kin Romance by Akari Nanawo. And uh, just turn it on. If you put this on anime music quiz, everyone's going to get it in the first second. <laughs> um, just because it's such a catch. It's such a, a, a hook. Uh, it, it, as far as the animation, it's it's pretty basic. It shows the characters, you know, it shows the elf. It's not anything special with animation. It's just the song mostly that that's super catchy. That's why I put it on here. Um, I'm going song this year. So yeah, nice. That's my favorite OP. All right, favorite ED is back to Danny. My ED is is from Spy Family season two, uh, Tomode no Ichi Geki by uh, Vandy featuring Corey Wong. Um, yes, like. The OP is in the ED and Spy Family are just like yo yo. Oh, ridiculous, yeah, yeah, yeah. man! The animation is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Season two was just they went hard. Oh, it was so good, so freaking good. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. and and not only that. Like the thing that honestly mostly surprised me about this ED is that um, oh, what the frick is his name that I I literally uh, Nick who directed Ping Pong the animation Masaki Yuasa. Uh, Masaki yes, Yuasa. Yes, yeah, yeah. He directed the ED for Spy Family. Yeah. And I thought that was like, wow, okay. I mean, me and Kai are part of the Misaki Yuasa I Hate uh, Haters Club. So, but that was just... No donuts for you then. (laughs) No donuts for you. Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. These... These LPs and EDs on both seasons are just like, damn, dude, like, just chill. Like, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Yeah. Spy Family doesn't miss. Dude. No. Yeah. They're good. I picked for a favorite ED, Himi Goto Cry Sisters by the Only My Sisters. It's the two voice actors that play the, 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 the two main girls. And uh, here's the thing I did not realize who boarded it. Until I looked it up um, when it was airing, and it's Norimitsu Suzuki, okay? And they direct some of the coolest fucking EDs ever, okay? Let me just let me just spit you a, a bouquet of beauty right now, okay? The ED f- one and three for Nana, the ED three boarded and directed for Cardcaptor Sakura, ED one and two for Erica Seven, ED. And episode and directed for Darker Than Black. Um, they did some key animation for World or My Hero Academia Movie Three, boarded and directed and key animated Carolyn Tuesday ED the first ED. They did the first ED for uh card chapter clear card arc, like that's just like to name a few. Um, they like they're like built. They built this motherfucker. To do EDs in key animation, okay? Like, that's just to name some, like, the, the, the cooler ones. And so, the board for Onimai, the ED, is just super cute, okay? It, it already just, you already know the characters. You already know what's going on. So, let's just have fun with it and just animate them just being cute and just doing cute things in this this brightly colored palette that we have. Um, There's a very specific color palette that they use when animating and doing this show. And... They made sure that was consistent with, you know, in the ED and OP as well. And it was just super, super well done. So uh, I, I love it. And the song is super cute, too. I'm not normally into, like, the cutesy songs that are redone by, like, the voice actors. I'm normally not into that that kind of poppy shit. But this was too good. You could tell there were some, a lot of MIDI instruments used just to do some, like, the the beginning do-do-do-do-do-do parts, you know? And it's just, like... Whatever, man. It's catchy as fuck. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, buddy. All right. My ED of the year is Anytime Anywhere by Malay. And this is from Freerun. Freerun. I don't know who directed it. Where you, Where do you find where people directed it? I'm looking on a and it's hard. I, I'm not finding it. Um. I just go on Mal and click on staff. Well, any any list also has has that. I click on staff okay. on any list, yeah. Let me okay. see. Not everyone, not every, not, they don't list them. Yeah, they don't like show it. Episode they don't director, list it all. sound director. Yeah, they don't always list it all the storyboard. time. Storyboard. 
Okay. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I like the song mostly. Again, I'm going uh, audio this time. Uh, and the Free Run ED, it's it's like again, it's like Otaku Elf. Like the first couple, the first second, you know what it is, hooks you right in. It's it like it you know puts a frog in my throat, gets me emotional a little bit, and then it, and then it you know builds up and it's like more positive and and. Uh, Kind of changes pace a little bit, but yeah, those first couple of notes just get me. It's like it's like the Anahana ED a little bit. <laughs> it's like cry, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Free Run ED. That's my favorite. There we go. Yeah, Free Run. There's a lot of good ones this year. Like we didn't mention a lot. Um, I know but, that's what I'm you know, saying, dude. Like <laughs> we, could whole, we could have a whole top EDs and OPs list if we wanted. We, maybe we could do that next time, but. Well, we did that with the radio hour. That's like that was the whole point of the radio. Oh hour. yeah, I, yeah, that's right. But I, I mean, if you want to do one, you know, to catch all the ones we didn't say, we could. I mean, I can't but. find the first director for the first ED, but I found the director for the second ED, and that is Miho Takahashi. Okay. They use the same song uh, in the second ED. Oh, sweet. Okay. So. Yeah. All right, now let's go to our top five, you guys. Holy shit! I don't think the second ED aired in twenty twenty three, Danny. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, Danny, <laughs> I, I gotta be strict about she it. <laughs> All right, Danny, number five. What do you got for your number five? Woo, Lottie. Halfway um, through the segment, let's go. <clears throat> Wait, does anyone right. got to pee? Anyone got to pee a little bit? I'm good. I don't have to pee. Honey bear. Yeah, I, I mean, Nick can just pee right in his chair. Yeah, he so. won't. Yeah. yeah, his bucket's right under it, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number five, Danny. You got it. You got it. My number five is Skip and Loafer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one was good. I really enjoyed this one. Um, it's It was it aired spring 2023. Man, I have a lot of spring 2023s on my list, I just noticed. Um, I guess spring 2023 was my, was my uh, season. Um, uh, PA Works uh, is the studio, and it is uh, the manga is still re- releasing. Um, Skip and Loafer is just about a country girl, uh, moving to the big city to go to school. Um, and you know she she interacts with with these uh kids who are mainly from the city. Um, she's kind of aloof a little bit. Um, and she wants to be a politician because she wants to, she wants to support her family. So, and she, she runs into Shima who is pretty popular and stuff. Um, and they become fast friends and over time, uh, Mitsumi, she meets, uh, other friends. Uh, she meets, uh, Yuzuki who is a pretty, She's actually a, a very pretty girl, but she is a little bit insecure. Um, she just wants to hang out um, with people and stuff. Um, I think, honestly, my favorite episode <clears throat> is when um, they all go to the movies. And um, uh, Yuzuki, she interacts with... Um, uh, M- uh, Makoto, 
who is kind of similar to Mitsumi, where she's kind of a loner. She doesn't really fit in. She's kind of a nerdy girl and stuff. And Makoto judges Yuzuki because of the way she looks and the way she dresses. Like Yuzuki kind of dresses a little bit more fashionably and stuff. Um, and she Makoto kind of ignores her and it kind of hurts Yuzuki's feelings and stuff that she Makoto is treating her so differently and stuff. Um, and that whole dynamic aspect was just so great. And even Makoto herself realized that she was judging someone because, you know, someone is popular than her. So, um, yeah, like I just I really enjoyed that aspect between those three girls and how Mitsumi kind of read the room in a way. And and, you know, she kind of uh, gave Makoto like a nudge and told Makoto like, oh, yeah, um, you know, Yuzuki likes such and such. And I know you like that, too. And, you know, that's kind of how like they became friends and stuff. So, um, yeah. I know some people aren't a fan of the animation and how the characters look. Me, for once, I kind of like. Man, I love this it. Type of, I love this design. Like, that's I love how the, the manga characters. looks. So, what are you mad for? Yeah. Fuck off. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, put him under the bus. But Kai was the one who said that this. Oh, of course. Yeah. Looks ugly. Like, <laughs> I'm Kai. I like to eat cheese. Yeah. Whatever. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> come so, on dude yeah. yeah um i love kai he's great but he yeah sometimes <laughs> he eats a little too much you know Velveeta. you know it's like come on. <laughs> he's eating he's drinking too much uh haterade yeah haterade what's so. up with the haterade man come on dog um yeah i mean show. honestly this even this this opening I almost I almost picked this opening because this the animation for this opening is so great. I mean, I love an opening with dancing in it and this has it and it was awesome. So, yeah, like uh I want more. Like I'm trying really hard not to just ru rush to the manga to just read it and everything. I like I kind of want to slow down and and just wait to watch more of it. But it's really hard. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved when when this came up on our first impressions. Nick was like, I think she was our waifu that 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 episode or something. One of the impressions. I think and, so. Yeah. And Nick was like, Yeah, pew girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pew girl. So funny. <laughs> oh man, I I forgot that she puked. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I like the really wacky girls in these shows. Yeah. All right. Number five. Number five for me is holding me at pieces or the missing pieces. And I'm just going to say my thing and then I'm going to wait because we're going to talk about it later. But my thing about this is I'm not a big fan of interquels or like, you know what I mean? They just give me the sequel. Like, that's what I care about. Right. But when Horimiya was being adapted, something that was pointed out a lot was they just skipped over this part. Or they just skipped over this part whatever and a lot of the people who are the manga readers like they said it was okay because like it wasn't like a super big deal but like they kind of wish they could have saw it kind of thing so it wasn't like they were mad it was just they were kind of like ah they kind of they cut out this part 
putting me uh, the missing pieces animates those parts. And so, but when you watch it, it doesn't really feel like a repeat of anything. It feels like a straight up sequel, even though it is an interquel. It feels like a straight up, just like you could stick half of these episodes. Actually, you could stick all of them in the middle of the first season to make it a full 20 summit, you know, episode thing. And it works. It just works out. It's just really good. And, um, you know, me and Danny loved this show and, you know, like I, I love romances more now than I did before, but you still know that I'm picky about them. I'm really picky about them. And I just loved, I love Horimiya. So that's my number five. I, I had to get it in there. Some people might be like, wow, how would you put that over Pluto or whatever? Um, no, because yeah, how a, did you, Sam? Huh? Uh, because like there's a part, there's there's some parts in Pluto where it just took a long time and I was falling asleep a little bit. That could also be because <laughs> I was watching some of it during work. But like, <laughs> you know, um, Horimiya, it's just like it builds up. Big so, fan. It builds up all the characters so well that it doesn't matter which characters on the screen. You know, you're gonna see something entertaining, hilarious, or heartfelt. And yeah, um, Horimiya number five for me. Love it. Still love it. Can't wait for more. Knockington, number five. Speaking of Pluto, Pluto. There we go. Great segue. Nice segue. Put a little moon emoji on there, too. I, I emojified uh, my and Danny's list, but Sam didn't, you, you didn't have your list on there yet, so too late. All right, but Pluto, here we go. So, yeah, it's it's Naoki Urasawa uh, based off of uh, Sam Tezuka story. And, um, you know, Sam, you already described a lot of it. You're probably a bigger fan of of uh, Tezuka than I am, but I just really this is also kind of a case of like the first episode was so great, like uh, Ocean Co. It was it was probably the best part of the show of the show. Um, I don't know, like my list is kind of jumbled. I don't know what order I'd put these if I had to reorder everything or if I'd drop something on or put something off. But Pluto Pluto's really great. It's on Netflix. Um, it's just, I mean, it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's a detective psychological story, right? And I think you can, you can kind of relate to some of the themes of it with the robots, uh, to the, you know, modern day, uh, you know, automation, you know, taking people's jobs and, and, uh, you know, are we, I don't know, are, are we living in a world that we want to live in? Like, are the, do, do the you know, artificial pieces of the world. Do they fit with us? Do that, does it make sense? Does it, is it, uh, is it even right that, that uh, robots should like in the first episode should, should play music or make art or anything. And, you know, um, right. You know, it's kind of, is, is, is Adam, is he, should he exist? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of, or, or any of these characters really. So, um, it it plays into a lot of that stuff and and uh i just, i really like the the design of it too it's not like a typical anime it looks very tezuka esque like with a bunch of huge noses and ugly characters except for the one guy epsilon <laughs> he's like the only guy who looks like an anime character yeah um but yeah it's it's definitely worth watching for sure and and i play it's very faithful to the manga i've read the first couple of volumes and it's it's very close to it so so yeah Check it out. Very good. At the very least, watch the first episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, wait, is that number five already? Oh, nice. Okay, number four. 
Damn it. Sorry, my cousin joined the Discord and I'm trying to help him out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll tell um, him to hold his horses. Hold your horses. Okay. Um, my number four is Buddy Daddies. Yeah. So I already said my thing. So you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love, I absolutely loved Buddy Daddies. Um, <laughs> The fact at first, I mean, I saw it and I was just all like, oh, it's literally like Spy Family, except with assassins and there's no woman involved. Um, No, uh, like it's not like Spy Family. Um, This goes deeper than what Spy Family does. I feel like Spy Family is definitely more uh of a comedy this this is funny but it definitely goes down a darker rabbit hole um so it, it just given like, their line of work you know what i mean you have to assume yeah it's like yeah some, like i mean some and, bullshit. And the, yeah um the I don't, Sam. I don't re- remember if you mentioned, but this is this was winter twenty twenty three. I didn't um, know. I don't forgot to say that. No. Yeah, this was winter twenty twenty three. Uh, PA works again with um yes, and this is actually an original um uh, source material. So um yeah, like this. I- I'm so happy it exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's fresh. It's fresh. It's so fresh. It's it's like of Brett. Like it's nothing that you really haven't seen. Really, I mean, yeah. Like like I said, like at first I thought it was it was gonna be like a spinoff kind of, you know, someone kind of taking material from Spy Family because like it it came after uh, Spy Family was done. That's the top recommendation. So yeah. <laughs> um but yeah like from what sam said earlier like just the way that uh uh, kazuki and and ray just take care of midi and everything and you know just midi just being a kid and obviously them not telling her on what happened to her parents and stuff like that so um, but like just the most simplest tasks, like Mitty wanting to go to school and then that them trying to find a school for her to go to and, you know, everything like that, um, them going shopping for her and them buying the most expensive, but most fashionable clothes for her to wear at school. And she goes to school Nobody wants to play with her because her clothes look so nice. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the teacher coming up to uh, Kazuki and is all like, um, "Oh, I remember that. Yeah, they yeah, like her. don't yeah. doesn't doesn't Mitty have like uh, any clothes that is okay for her to get dirty and stuff like that? Like she she's wearing all these like great clothes, but like, you know, all the kids are kind of concerned that you know." They, they don't want her getting dirty with all those nice clothes and stuff. So, 
Yeah. So like that whole thing and just the way that Kazuki and Ray just learn how to be parents, but like they're not actually like, you know, they're not blood related to Midian or, or anything like that. Like just being adoptive fathers to her and stuff. Um, you know, when when they took Miri to go uh, to take her to her mother. Um, oh, yeah. Like that whole thing when Miri kind of like ran off and the, the police like went up to her and she was like very discouraged. Like she didn't want to go with the police and everything. And Ray found her and Ray was all like, oh, well, the cops found her. So like, you know, she's not my problem anymore. But like. Yeah, because at that point scared. they were still trying to like get rid of her, you know. Like, yeah, 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 and or like, not she get was rid of her, scared. but you know, yeah, find a better. So, home, yeah. yeah, um, and like she was scared, and like she kept, you know, calling like you know, Papa Ray, Papa Ray, like, where are you? And then like he realized, and then like he went over to the cops and was all like that, you know, she's with me, like I'm her dad. Yeah, like that whole thing. I was just like, oh, heartbreaking. Man, I'm gonna cry. Heartbreaking. <laughs> He, so, that was like a big leap for him. Yeah, it was a big yeah because he didn't really like, you know, he's a neat like uh, well not like a neat but like he's just like a fucking stay up playing video games all day and eating snacks. Do my job, like, go he's home. A, he's a he's an anime fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably has a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but I you know like like Spy Family and this show, they take the unlikely parents trope right which we've seen a bunch before and then just do it really well with all the characters they write you know what i mean it's yeah. just like so i think that's yeah it's really good i love i love the show <laughs> like i it's i want to watch some of the parts of the miri again just like she's so cute yeah yeah i yeah. love this show this show was so great um everyone on twitter like just loved it you know like everyone was so everyone is so happy at the ending, but also very sad because there's no more buddy daddies anymore and like the way that it ended and stuff. Yeah. Um, so like everyone was all like, I'm so happy it ended this way, but I'm also sad that it's done. Like, you know, some people kind of want more, but honestly, like I don't really want any more. Like, I much rather watch it all over again. Um, but also I'm sad that like if I watch it again, I'm not going to have like that very first experience that I did when I first watched it. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how well written it was. It's just like, yeah. all right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I like the show. It's a good show for sure. Oh man. Number four. Was that number four? Right. Number four. Yep. Number four. Number four. Going to the stout. Going to the flow. You already know. You already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> every time I start, Be like... my simple rhymes. Every time I start, like, like... dangling keys. Every time I start free ball, like, free, you know, rapping or whatever, or rapping, spitting bars or whatever, just jokingly, Nick always stands on business and follows up real quick without thinking about it. I'm just like, how do you do that? Like... <laughs> Nick is actually a good rapper. Rhymezone.com. I just have it up at Rhymes all times. <laughs> um, dude, my number four is Trigon Stampede. Cause I'm a big Trigon fan, obviously. Um, I'm always going on about 90s anime bullshit, whatever. 
I'm I love Trigon Stampede though because uh it's you know we saw the trailers right and we were just like oh god CG whatever and I'm like no dude this looks great like what are you talking about Yo, Studio Orange, like, come on. Studio Orange. People gotta stop, like, you know, hating on, on 3D animation now. The guy who directed it, he storyboarded some episodes of Beastars and um, uh, some episodes of Land of the Lustrous. And those shows are great. Um, you know, so, I I mean, and then even the character design uh, who Danny mentioned earlier, um, uh, there's a few different ones, but um, the one who did... The redesign for knives and the main characters that we love are all just so great. I love seeing their character designs are so sweet. Like the jackets, the the outfits, the hair. It just is like a nice modern update, and but not straying away too much from what they originally wore in the previous version. And um I <laughs> Uh, this the art direction is just so fucking wild to me. The 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 only, the one big change I'll say is knives, right? His character design is they made his body more of what he is, and he uses it. He's like a living weapon. Okay, that's what knives and Vash are, right? But knives is more in tune with what he is versus what Vash is. And they use that in the very first episode you see it. The way he uses his body to literally cut the dickens out of the dude could level a city. Okay. Like it's just like and the way they do it is it almost looks like a fucking fountain of blades and knives. And it just cuts everything. And it's the coolest fucking thing. It's something really horrible that you're watching, but it's so fucking beautiful. The art direction is this really beautiful thing juxtaposed with this deserted kind of planet where everyone is, everything is, is poor, everything is dilapidated, people barely have enough money to eat and whatever. And it's just fucking both of those things together, trying to hold everything tight. Vash trying to hold everything tight by himself. It just, it's just, Dude, I don't it's know. It's so man. good. Like- it's so good. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, people are gonna probably be like, "Oh, okay, well, Samuel, if you're if you're such a big fan, which one do you like better?" I can't tell you that. I like them both a lot. Uh, like see, I just that whole that that see, you're question, wrong there. The old one is the best one. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't agree. That question, they're different shows. They're not even the same th- that, yeah. thing. Yes, it's like a exactly. Prequel. Like they are completely different shows. So you old can't... one's still better though. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up. Like honestly, no. Like they are both. They are both great. Like, I, hands yeah. down, they are both great. One of them's great, I agree, yeah. Uh, both are great. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the... Uh, I can't think of... Um, uh, guy who made fucking Drygun. What's his name? Oh, uh, Trigunathan. Okay, both of you were talking at the same time. Yeah, so you're what's Naito. his name? Yes. Yeah, uh, creator, Naito... Yeah. He he himself said, you know, yes, like the original Trigun is is great, like it's awesome. Um, what Stampede is doing, it's just another rendition of telling the story. Yeah, you know? and it's it's the same thing like what what yeah. freaking Brian Lee did with Scott Pilgrim, like 
It's just a different yeah, yeah, story. It's a, re- it's, a yeah. it's an alternate version kind and, of. Yes. And I'm not yeah. I'm not here to listen. We're here at Anime An Summit. An alternate and lesser version. Here, oh, shut up. Okay, the fuck I'm up. <laughs> here at Anime Summit, we are big proponents of like what you like and like what you don't like. Okay, that's what I was trying to say at the beginning. And if you don't like the unless it's fully Cooly grunge, don't like that. All right. Well, we haven't. Yeah, this, that's the one thing in 2023 we didn't review yet. But like new berserk and uh, <laughs> <laughs> niggas is going to keep mumbling like other shows and, like, and not this one and not this one. Um, if 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 you if you come to me and say like, nah, Sam, you're wrong. Stampede sucks. I'm not going to fucking get mad at you. I don't care. You obviously like one better than the other. But if you're going to ask me. Look, we're I, in our 30s, okay? We're over that shit. No, I enjoy both <laughs> of them a lot. Like, I could rewatch both of these and have a lot of fun with it. And granted, we haven't finished this one yet. This one's not done, but um, I hope we get to see more of my boyfriend, Legato Blue Summers, because he just is like, know, like, choke me, daddy. Anyways, uh, that's my number Dude, You scared four. me when I was a kid and saw that. Legato Blue Summers? Yeah. Oh, man. Even when I was a kid, I was like, ooh. Where are you going with that shirt with all the spikes? <laughs> Where are you going with that shirt? Anyways, that's my number four. I like Mid Valley the Horn Freak. Mid Valley the Horn go. Freak. That's a, that's a name right there. Good art direction. Okay. Good story. Very cool designs. Great readaptation of a classic. Number four. Okay. Number four, Nick. You got it. Uh, we're going from the $60 billion man to the double dollar man to the uh, 100 girlfriends. I thought I'd do a number uh, segue there. So 100 girlfriends who Nick, really, 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 really love you. This is crazy, man. Why do you have this as your number four? Holy what do you shit. mean? Why do I have this? This is great. This is a great harem, Sam. This is a plummet show, and it made it on the list. It made okay? it on your number four. This is one of the better harems I've seen. Uh, okay. I don't know where I'd rank. I'd put it pretty high up. I think I'd have to. I'd have to sit down and think about it. But like the whole, like the gist of the show is that the guy has. Uh, I mean, he's he has like a curse or something where the god of the shrine appears before him, and he gets a hundred soulmates, and he meets them in various episodes, or he meets some of them so far, and they all confess and they all kiss and they do they do a bunch of bullshit and shenanigans and tomfoolery. And they all love each other. <laughs> it's like ridiculous because there's actually like no real jealousy. It's just like hijinks for 12 episodes. Harem hijinks. And you have every archetype. My favorite one is the efficient girl, Nano. Everything has to be about efficiency with her. I like that. But I like the, I like the, just, just the comedic scenes, like the, the kissing games that they play and the, and the, you know, the, the dates they go on when it's just like him and a bunch of chicks, like who would want that? Come on. Actually, I don't, that'd be a hassle, but watching a show about it is funny. And the gags in the show were very funny. It didn't take itself too seriously. It didn't shit its pants like uh girlfriend, girlfriend, or is that the one with, uh, what's her name? The hot chick. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. The, I don't remember their names, about. but the no, not girlfriend, girlfriend. Uh, oh, rent rent a, girlfriend? a girlfriend. Rent a girlfriend. Ruka? There we go. Ruka's my favorite. From yeah. Rent a girlfriend. The ma- yeah, the main guy in this one is he's a Chad. Okay, he's a Chad. He knows what he wants. He knows what he's about. So yeah, hundred girlfriends. Number four. Heat your heart up. I love some. that. I love that. That's your number four. I love it. Good job. Nice. Uh okay, Danny, number three. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're at number three, man. Let's do it. Let's go. Holy crap. We're chugging. 
Yeah, chugging, chugging, like a train. Chugga, chugga. <laughs> Do you remember Speaking that, dude? Trains. Guys, okay, no, wait, hold on a second. Side, <laughs> side pacho, side pacho, everyone. Honey bear, come over here. Do you guys remember that? Okay, when me and Danny and Nick were younger, when we were like probably in fifth grade, sixth grade, there was this, you guys are okay, like Gogurt was coming out. Gogurt was a big deal. <laughs> um, it was little tubes, you know, little paper tubes, like plastic tubes, and you just open it, suck on your yogurt. And then they started coming out with the Gogurt drinks and then the tricks yogurt drinks, yogurt milk drinks. There was this one. Oh God. I can't remember what it's called, but they took this old song from like, you know, some jazz R and B band from the seventies. And it was like chugala, chugala <laughs> makes you wanna hidey ho. Like <laughs> was it was it called milk chug? Chugala, chugala. You guys don't remember that? Am I going crazy? I don't think I've seen that one. I remember Gogurt, but I. Oh my I, god! Now I sound dude. like a fucking crazy old lady. Okay, never yeah, mind. Fucking boomer, dude. <laughs> I'll Jeez. find it and I will put it right here in this episode, so you guys can hear it. Makes you wanna holler, Keeps you chugging on the go. Tom, I think your life alert's going off. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny. I've three. fallen and I can't get up. Chuggle up, okay? Chuggle up. Fuck you. Hand me a go-gurt. <laughs> 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 Let me get you some of them Dunkaroos. Oh, my God. God. All right. I got hit in this by a sock and bopper fight. <laughs> Tell me that you're a millennial without t- telling me you're a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you just have to get Pokemon booster packs from the register. You can't. You couldn't Yo. go in the aisle. Yeah, you couldn't go in the aisle and just grab it. And the aisles I mean, are they, by the register. You could do that up until a few couple of years ago, I think. No, no, because when me and Studio were, I mean, when when I think it was like around the time when 2020, I think was when they put everything behind the anyway. Well, no, the, I mean, the Moving on, shit, yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, number three, anyway. yeah, number three, yeah, Danny, number three. <laughs> anyway, uh, my number three is the Apothecary Diaries. Woo! Um, yeah, I, I, what one of my favorites. I'm really enjoying the show, it's so good. Uh, I love Mau Mau, uh, Jinshi, he's the best, like, I, I love him. Um, He's such a tease. He he is a fucking tease, and I love it. Um, this is this is okay. This is a fucking teasing anime. Without <laughs> oh, like, it's secretly a teasing anime. No wonder secret, I like it. Yeah, no wonder I like it. It's <laughs> secretly a teasing anime. Um, but it's like with adults and not like grade schoolers. So, um, because freaking Mao Mao will tease Jinshi, but Jinshi will also like really tease Mao Mao. Um. Yeah, take that dangers in my heart, even though it's technically not a teasing anime, but it technically is, but I'm going to say it is. <laughs> Shout out to Zella. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I, 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 I just eat this up. Like I eat this type of stuff for breakfast all the time. You eat that for breakfast? <laughs> n- n- no. <laughs> <laughs> I need a taste tester, so. You eat Horamiya pieces for breakfast? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> you eat, oh no, pieces of shit for, okay, whatever. I'm trying to do the, <laughs> Silly I'm trying to do the Happy Gilmore thing. for kids. 
Um, yeah, no, this the show's great. It's still airing. Um, you know, the second half of the uh twenty four episodes that this will have. Um, yeah, I like. I I always I, like I, I like following stories of whores. Who is that's fun. Whores. She's not actually a whore, but she's she knows all. She's not really of them. a whore, but she. Um, Although she did trick Jinchi the one time, she's like, "I showed him the time of his life." Yeah. <laughs> and everyone is like yeah. listening in and laughing. Yeah. He thought she slept with him. The other, a different guy, anyway. Yeah, because she, um, she went. She needed. She's to, bringing business. To she the, needed. Yeah, she needed to, to uh, leave the castle, and so in order for her to leave, she needed to. Um, uh, she needed an escort to like ex- uh, escort her um, out of the castle and stuff. So she asked that soldier that gave her that uh, hairpin during the the flower viewing ceremony thing, and Jin she got jealous because it was she doesn't know what the hairpin it means, wasn't it, yeah, thing. and she doesn't know what the hairpin <laughs> means. So and and Jin she got jealous because like he wanted to escort her for a day out in in town so yeah i i also like how she makes friends with the uh quack doctor <laughs> she oh, pretty yeah. much friends like everybody it's yeah. funny well because i mean and they're like eating mushrooms secretively together and stuff she and it's just, like, just she just loves yeah. fucking poison like she loves dude yeah she tasted the poison and she's like blushing and just She's just like she's like fucking, jizzing herself, and she's she, like in bliss. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> it's like poison. Freaking having yes. an orgasm. Me, please <laughs> let me finish that bowl of poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Great show, Sam. You should watch it. Oh yeah, I never got around good. to watching it, but yeah, I wait. Do it. What? Yeah, no, I do I, it, Sam. Strike me down. When we fucking talked about it in our review, I was like, oh yeah, I didn't get to this one. Sam. This one's up. actually good, Sam. Even I like Sam, it. I thought I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. All right, show swap, Danny. You got to watch Witch for Mercury. There you go. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Come on. <laughs> Give me something. That's else. a that's a compelling argument by Sam. Give Come me on. Something else that isn't Gundam. Hey, Fry, peace are going out. Come on. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you something else. But you're a bitch. You're um, a bitch too. Huh? Huh? What? Watch your mouth, all right? You watch, watch it. Watch your mouth. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, do you have any? Sorry, we interrupted you. Was that no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apothecary Diaries. I've heard it's good from some people. Yeah, More like Apothecary Diarrheas. Am I right, Sam? Yeah. There we go. I helped you out. I tried to tell Trisha today. She's like, I don't want to go to work. I'm like, just call and tell me your diarrheas. What is he going to do? <laughs> Like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to tell them? Oh, come in anyway, so you can poop a lot? Yeah, fuck that. Then oh, they would, though. They yeah, would. Fucking, gonna, They'd be like, hey, we got buckets. They're going to be like, why you poop on Fleur? Um, I saw somebody walking out with a bucket from her job. I was like, oh, I need that to show Nick so I can yell at him. Anyway, yeah, every bucket you see, just show me. Just take random pictures of buckets. I'm like, Nick, check this out. This bucket right here. Um, it's just a random bucket on the street. Number there three... <laughs> Number three, Jujutsu Kaisen, second season. This. Oh, yeah. that's pretty highly ranked. There's some anime <laughs> yeah. news network would not love, be pleased with you. I love Jujutsu Kaisen, man. I, you know, I've loved it for a long time. I'm always, they used to make fun of me when I was reading the manga. They made fun of me back then. They were like, oh, so I mentioned Jujutsu Kaisen. Everyone check a shot. Boop, 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 boop. 
and now everyone loves it. So fuck you guys. But like, dude, um, I mean, Nick said it really well. The, it, the this at at adapt adapted this adapted and adapt adapt adapt. That's all, folks. That's all, bitches. Um, this adapted deleted the Gojo and Ghetto arc and the Shibuya incident. Okay. And so, like, if you were a manga reader and you read this, <clears throat> excuse me, and you read this, you know, you were kind of hoping, man, I hope I hope it looks good. I hope it looks awesome because there's so many fights that happen at the same time and it's fucking wild and it's a little hard to keep track. Um, You know, uh, there was uh, some parts of it where it kind of like, you know, it didn't let you process and it was kind of all happening too fast. But even so, that's kind of how it does it in the manga. You know, it doesn't really give you room to breathe that much. Aside from all the exposition where they're explaining powers and shit, right? But like, um, no, they did it really well. And I was afraid, you know, I I love Sung-Hoo Park, okay? He's one of my favorite people in the industry right now, okay? He he directed season one um, and the movie, and he did not direct it this time. Uh, the person who directed it this time was uh, um, Shota Goshizono. Shota Goshozono, he's been a key animator in a lot of our favorite things for a long time. You know, Aramanga Sensei, Fate Grand Order, um, Osama Ranking, Sorted Online, more uh, Mob Psycho, more recently Chainsaw Man, and Alicization, and Black Clover. And so they, they promoted him. He's like, hey, man, you're going to direct and board this bitch right here because there's going to be some big time shit happening in this season. And he did a great job. And, um, I, I I loved the OP as well. The OP was really good. Everything about it was, I mean, I couldn't ask for more. That I I was hoping it'd be this good, reading it from the manga and coming to see it on the screen, and it was. It it did everything and more. They even added to it. It made it horny and made it, it made the action more actiony, and it was great. The the fight with, where Nanami comes in and, um, where where Yuji's fighting Chozo and. It's great, man. It's great. It's they did it really well. It makes me more excited to see the rest of it. You know, barring all of the industry problems that it had, um, which in my opinion is just a small fraction of what happens in the whole entire industry, not just with Mappa. Um, aside from all that stuff, it was done really well. Um, and it was, I love Jujutsu Kaisen, man. And this is just the reason why it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Um, some people might watch the next arc or read the next arc and be like, oh, man, this is so fucking boring. Um, but in my opinion, I disagree. I think there's, they introduced so many other characters with all these kinds of crazy-ass powers, and I think it's going to get cooler. So maybe the anime will cut some of the fluff. You know, they did a good job of kind of doing it here, so maybe they'll do some of that with the calling game when it comes out or when it happens. But that is my uh, number three. Jesus Christ in season two. Yeah. Nick. Oh shit! Am I next? I thought Danny was okay. No, God damn it. season two, yeah, number three. <laughs> We're doing the D's nuts order. I forgot. Yeah, That's D's my nuts, bad. Yeah. My bad. All right. So number three, Skip and Loafer. Woo. Skip and Loafer. You might be surprised on this one too, some. But I, I mean, I know I, I uh, praised it during the season. It I came probably, out, I guess I didn't expect it to be this high, but I kind of understand. I understand now. Yeah. Like, I didn't either. I just, my list is almost random. <laughs> my top 10, <laughs> except for maybe the top two. Um, but yeah, skip it low for like Danny said, Danny did a great job explaining it. Um, 
the main girl is so is so quirky but not in like an annoying way she's like super smart and like the thing that i like about this is okay this reminds me of apothecary diaries right because it's like you have a plain girl who attracts the handsome guy right yeah and uh she's like super smart and resourceful um and i guess an apothecary oh no she throws up in apothecary diaries too so they both are pukers all right all right it's pretty much the same show actually if you think about it um, <laughs> I like that her, I like her friends in this show. Um, I like the fact that Sam couldn't tell that now Chan was trans. <laughs> you couldn't tell. That was funny to me. I did Sam. not. I was like, wait, no I mean, way. I didn't know. E- I couldn't tell either. Got to get your T-Dar up, Sam. Come on now. My T-Dar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell instantly. Yeah, that's cool. She's that cool. person She's is cool good at Magic too. the Gathering. She's a great character too. She's kind of yeah, yeah, like, good hey, character. Man. She she helps like her uh, uh, Mitsumi's friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the one girl who's trying to be popular. You got you got the already popular girl who's just super cool and down to earth. You got the nerdy girl. You got the test girl. You, you got you got a bunch of people like the guy. Um, and uh, it's 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 just a very well done school drama. Uh, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I hope it, you yeah. don't. You have it as number friends three. Friends being friends. But the bad part is that it's not number one or two. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Danny, number two. Okay. My number two is my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. Man, this show was good, man. Like it, I loved this show. The title kind of turned me Above, off. I'm like, oh, skip and loafer, please. The title threw me off because I'm like, okay, it's another fucking... Isekai. Isekai or gamified <laughs> show thing, dumb bullshit. But no, it's like... It it's, wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't that. Like It wasn't, yeah. It's another one of those ones where it's more about the the characters playing the the people playing the game and not yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this came out in spring twenty twenty three. Um, Studio Madhouse, dude, Madhouse, come on, like Madhouse knows how to fucking do romance and they know how to do it right. This is how you do it right. Um, yeah, like Akane, she gets dumped by her boyfriend. Um, and like you know her boyfriend kind of got her into playing online MMO games. And so like to uh, take out her frustration, she starts playing her game. And then she realized that the, that the game that she's playing has like a special on-site event. And so she decides to go to this online event. Um, She ends up, spotting her ex-boyfriend but then all of a sudden she just so happens to like bump into Yamada and then all of a sudden her ex-boyfriend sees Yamada with uh um Akane and they're uh, <laughs> Akane kind of just like Ask, like casually just ask Yamada hey can you like just pretend to be my boyfriend in front of my ex because like I just I don't want to be hum- humiliated right now and at first Yamada was all like no I'm not going to do that but then, <laughs> but then Akane was all like I'll give you 
like whatever it is that the event is is giving everyone or whatever and he's like okay fine i'll i'll do that so yeah um that happens and then all of a sudden like the rest of the show is pretty much um uh akane kind of just learning how to play mmo games and um just meeting her online friends in real life and stuff and also getting to know Yamada all at the same time. So, um, yeah, like, this is, like, one of my favorite romances ever. I'm so glad that this became an anime. And I really hope we get more of it. So, I want more. That's the thing too, is like Yamada Kun is the reason why it's a big deal is because he's apparently this championship gamer. Yeah. Like he, yeah. yeah. First person shooter. Uh like he's really good at those. Mm-hmm. Um he's like this famous uh like streamer and everything. But he plays so. this MMO to like take a break from those games. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is funny. But yeah, and he plays like his his uh character is uh Afro Wizard. Yeah, it's, it's like it's goofy looking. <laughs> you know, put the afro on him. It's so funny. Um, yeah, but the thing that I really enjoyed about this, and the thing that kind of really hooked me, was when the when this show came out. Um, I kind of started to get into like online MMOs. Like, I started playing Final Fantasy online pretty heavily at around that time. And in the first episode, uh, uh, it was like a little like bit of the after credits where Akane was like making her character. And as she was making her character, like she was looking at all the hairstyles and stuff. And she saw like all these like basic like in-game hairstyles are kind of lame. And then she realized that like she can buy, you know, like additional hairstyles for the game. But she, you know, obviously you have to use real money. Um, and so, you know, she, she buys like one of the hairstyles and then, you know, she makes her, her character and she goes into the game and everybody has the hairstyles that she bought and stuff. (laughs) And when I saw that, like literally when, when Akane was like looking through the hairstyles, like the base game hairstyles, I turned to James cause I had to show James like that little bit. And I turned to James and I said, it's me because I do that too. Like I'm every time I make a character, I'm all about the looks. Like I want to look cute. I don't, I don't care about stats or like what, which outfit uh, has the best stats for me to be stronger. I just want to look cute in my outfit. You're such a girl, Danny. You got to (laughs) be like the boys. You got to make the most hideous goblin troll that you can. Okay. No, I'm okay. I want to look disgusting. Cute. I want my character to be to be a monster. Well, that's you. <laughs> over over here in my room, I want my character to look cute. Either that so. or a hot babe. <laughs> anyway. I pick one or the other. Oh, yeah, never mind. I made free in my Baldur's Gate character. <laughs> I also have a free written 
Baldur's Gate. I know. Character. I I didn't know that, and now one of us has to change, Danny, and that's no, not going to be me. My, okay, my I'm playing with friends. My free run is is a bard, so like, okay, I'm not a wizard. That doesn't even make sense, Danny. Like she's she's a wizard. She's a warlock. Okay, that's so, why I made her a warlock. I can still do okay. magic with my bard. Anyway, yeah, well, this isn't a Baldur's Gate podcast. <laughs> Let's, look at right. Let's look at the tape. <clears throat> Let's look at the dates. Can you, you, how, many, how many mimics have you gotten caught in, Danny? Huh? Oh, God. I don't know. I haven't played Baldur's Gate in a minute. I've been playing Persona you gotta, 5. You got you to gotta live, live the dream. Get stuck in a mimic. Okay. Anyway. All right. What are we talking about next? What was that? Love Story, Yamada-kun? Yeah, it's great. I love it. Everyone should watch it. <laughs> Number two. Okay. God. <laughs> Uh, my number two is Onimai. I'm now your sister. I I'm glad one of us picked this because I needed to rewatch it. It's so good, man. I saw it, but I forgot most of it. You know <laughs> the and the thing about it is, and I understand, I get it. Okay, I know people are going to be like, because okay, so Sam, you're canceled. Yeah, <laughs> like. It's the 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 title alone will probably make people be like, Gender oh, God, it's, it's, it's some edgy bullshit or whatever. Um, and I'm not normally into that kind of stuff. And this is not as edgy as other things. Number one, number two. <clears throat> oh, great! It's another perverted guy turning into a little girl trope kind of thing. Whatever. Um, it's this guy. He he's like what, eighteen or twenty years old? I don't fucking know. He works home security through at from home. Okay, and then he's also a big like. Ot- otaku to the point where like he likes playing the he likes playing the hentai visual novels and things like that okay no shame okay people have hobbies whatever um his sister though his younger sister who's like in junior high or high school or first year of high school i don't remember is like really fucking smart and she actually like does like experiments at a college or some shit i don't remember if that's true or not i might have made that up but she does this experiment on her brother her older brother that turns her into like a 14-year-old girl and 13-year-old girl. And uh straight up, just yeah. And so she's taking up, she's like, she's taking all the, you know, the um notes and you know, all her findings and all that stuff. Now, uh there are some other, and I wish I could find the articles again. I, I should have found them before we started this. Um, there are some articles by some transgender otaku, trans women like me, who have really great takes on this show because, like, they also loved it. The trans stuff aside, though, I don't really want to talk about that too much because I said enough of that when we reviewed it in our review, like our season review. Um, for me, there's that stuff, sure. But a lot of it, too, is just, like, the wholesomeness between siblings and how they kind of, like... One would think, okay, like he should be super pissed at her for doing that to him, right? Like that's fucked up. But they kind of almost rebond again because of it. it. They there's these moments of like, oh, remember when we used to do this together and all this stuff, and now we can do it together again because like I'm teaching you what it's like to be a girl and all this stuff, and it's super cute, man. Like there's just like there's a lot of scenes like that. It's not a lot of perverted stuff like you would think. It, it's it's kind of like a a very etchy, very soft hentai kind of title and trope, but it's not that at all. And it's just like this really kind of wholesome show. All that stuff aside, the the direction is really good. Shingo Fuji 
is this is his first time directing in any capacity, and he did an amazing job. He's a great key animator who's worked on Sakura Tyson, High School of the Dead, Gare Zero, uh, Jobless Reincarnator. He boarded an episode directed in, in Jobless Reincarnation, and they were like, you're directing this shit. And he was like, fuck, okay. And he did an amazing job, dude. He did so good. It just, everything looks really well done. And the art direction and character designer, um, I actually think I follow the character designer on Pixiv, but uh, their name is Ryo Imamura. And they did a lot of stuff for Hidamari Sketch, Kizamonogatari, Jobless Reincarnation, um, Madaka Majaka. And you can kind of tell, you know what I mean? And, and Wonder Egg Priority, by the way. And you can kind of tell. Um, and it just looks amazing. They, they, had a, they had a chosen color palette for it, okay? And the color palette is consistently used perfectly. Not, maybe not perfectly, but it doesn't change up on you. It's, it's consistent. Every, the way everything looks... So then you're almost you're almost it's almost too good to the point where you're just focused on the story because everything else falls into place in your mind perfectly as you're watching it. And um, that being said, it's also just really wholesome, very cute. I love it. And the art style is perfect for its wholesomeness and cuteness. And yeah, you know, obviously there's going to be perverted people out there who watch the show and perv out and whatever. Uh, to me, it's not that type of show. And to a lot of other LGBTQ people. Uh, especially to people like me, it's not that kind of show. It's for for us, it was a very wholesome sibling show, uh, just breaking gender norms and that kind of thing. And so, for me, it's up there. It's my number two. So, there you go. Oni my, very cute. It was also my ED favorite ED if, uh, that I mentioned earlier. But yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Nick. All right, number two. Vinland Saga season two. Vinurindo. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. Uh, this one aired, I believe, in the winter through spring seasons. In the beginning, and, um, somewhere, yeah. Yeah, Studio Mappa. Did they change studios between seasons? It was Studio Wit before. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Different staff, too, even. Some of the staff yes. that c- came from that to work on this one. Um, but yeah, not all of them. So. Yeah, you saw him notice the difference in the, in the animation, but I think Vinland Saga uh, elevates itself above that anyway. It 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 uh, it's takes place on a farm, and uh, what happened is uh, Torfin is essentially a farmhand. He's like a slave on the farm, and then uh, he gets uh partnered with a character Einar who who had his family killed by the uh invaders by the by the uh the Norsemen the the Vikings basically so they are on the farm and and they're working together living together Thorfinn's trying to overcome his guilt from the past and I so I'm, you already mentioned a lot of this um he I didn't mention the specifics like you are so that's good but yeah, yeah. he they they have to uh figure out a way to bring peace to the region essentially and Canute is is like the current ruler in that area and so he's and like this is all based on like historical uh events right yeah um which took I dude I should really read the history of this <laughs> I don't even know like, I what tried year to it was. man and I was yeah it I, was in the well what years was it from again I should really fucking know that the early 
hundreds. I don't know, man. Like it's like in the uh, 10, 10, 13 AD. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like uh, when Europe was dark fighting ages-ish? over each other, like London and Danes and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. They, it's kind of near uh, Greenland. This is where they, they went, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Denmark, England, it's, it's in that general area. Um, so yeah, Vinland Saga, like what makes a show great and puts it above everything else on the list, like, except for my number one is that, um, it's, it just has such a strong, like, uh, pathos to it. Like Thorfinn is just such a fucking, he's, he's such like a, uh, like a raw character, you know, him and Einar too. Like they both have to figure out that fighting isn't the answer, you know? And it's it's the this is essentially the anti shonen. It's like the opposite of a shonen because like they 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 have to find ways to solve their problems through essentially like pacifism, and it's it's very difficult to do that. Um, and so and there's there's a lot of other really great characters on the farm too. There's there's uh Arnhide, uh she's she's uh the wife of one of the other captured slaves. There's Snake. He's like the son of the of the main farmer and like the main farmer is like kind of a good guy. Snake's kind of a bad guy, but like they're all kind of bad. Like they all have dark pasts and everything. Snake wasn't a son of the farmers. Wasn't he the son? He was no. he was like a mercenary. He was a farmhand. He? He, he, he was a he was a hired like bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. He was a mercenary. Who's well, one of them was a son and he was a shithead. Yeah, he was a dumb. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, and so you have like they're trying to like maintain order on the farm and, and till the land. And like the, the other farmhands are, are bullying, uh, Thorfinn and, and Reinar. And, and it's just like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Kettle kettle's like the good guy. Right. Um, I think, no, is he the coward? <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's been a while since I watched it, but, uh, yeah, every, every character feels real and, and, and they're very well acted and, and portrayed. So, um, that's why villain saga is, is number one. It's not like, cheesy anime bullshit oh spherical that's the that's the guy that's the guy i'm scrolling to him that's the farmer um so yeah yeah and like the end of it when like the famous line torfin's like i have no enemies <laughs> it's, it's so sick um yeah it, it's like it's a really badass show without being it managed to be manages to be badass without using action which is like yeah uh, uh, quite an achievement. Yeah. So that's 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 why I'm putting it up there. Yeah. It's um. It pulls a 180 from the first season where there's a lot of action. It's so good, dude. It's like the first season was great too. Like I'm like, how are they gonna top this? Like, right? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um. So I was like, how are they gonna beat Askeladd? Askeladd was a fucking awesome character. He was a beast, and then some bullshit happened, and I don't even want to say it. But like, some the progression of Torfin from where we saw him till now is some of the most badass. Oh, huge character progression yeah. for every single character in the show. Every single one, pretty much. Like, don't talk to me about Batman, Bruce Wayne bullshit. This is the guy. Fucking Torfin is the guy. All right? And, like, oh, man. I almost want to rewatch that last episode. Like, it's just... Oh, so good. man. Oh, jeez. Oh jeez! Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. Who's cutting onions here? Who's cutting onions here? Um, any final thoughts, Nick? Sorry, I cut you off a little bit. I... No, that's it. There we go. Vinland Saga. Okay, number one, everybody. Let's go. 
Um, but first, before we do that, uh, uh, oh man, you, you beat me to it. Yeah, <laughs> you got don't no, you do it. You do it. You All right, here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't care how old you are. If you've seen that episode of fucking SpongeBob, that shit's funny. Yeah, that shit comedy, dude. Yeah, don't fucking make fun of me, dude. Don't talk to us like we don't fucking know, all right? We are the SpongeBob connoisseurs here in Anime Summit. All right, fuck you. We stand on business with SpongeBob. All right, dude. Here's our number one show of 2023. Honey Bear, what's your number one? Shimao. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Danny? <laughs> um, My number one of the year of 2023 is Horimiya Peace. Don't even blame me for this one. Uh, yep. Like... <sighs> Uh, I'm, I'm with you, Sam. Like, I'm not like huge fan of like, um, oh, like your <laughs> side story or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause sometimes when when studios do that, like, it's just weird. It's it's like so random and everything, and it's all like, why do I need this? Like, like they did that with with Ranking of Kings. And I was just like, why do I need this? Why is this important? I don't understand. And and I and I didn't, by the way, a really quick side note, I didn't finish that, by the way. I didn't finish it either. The Ranking of Kings one? Yeah, the Hidden Treasures or whatever. It was good. Oh, yeah, that was like side stories. Yeah, yep. but like I didn't care enough. I just wanted to see where he was going next. Yeah. Because the first yeah. season was so epic. And so, anyways, yeah. go ahead. But this, this is different. Like. Built different. I, I they they started they they made it as like yeah okay they graduated and they're like Kyoko is like looking back at the times like that you know that their friends spent together and stuff. Um so it what it wasn't like these random like little short story kind of things. It they made it into like a memory and stuff, and quite frankly, I think studios needs to pay attention and watch this in case they want to do like another kind like if if another studio wants to do like some side short stories, they need to do it like this. They need to make it as like more of a memory and your characters thinking back and and reminiscing on other adventures that they have done and stuff. Um yeah, I I loved this so much. Um I I got I got more Horimiya because I loved the first one. Um you know, it was great. This was summer uh 2023 Studio Cloverworks did this. 
Um, yeah, like the only thing I will say, I think the only nitpick I did give this a 10. Um, but I will say the only nitpick that I would have is I'm grateful for having Horimiya piece, but just put it in with the parent story. Like, just give me more of it. Just, I don't, I don't care if, if it, if, if the parent story needed to be 24 episodes or 30 episodes, like just give me all of it. So, but I'm still grateful for this because this made me happy. This made me smile every time, uh, Kyoko, uh, got mad at fucking, um, easy uh, me and stuff um it i i laughed when um easy me was panicking during the hot springs uh when they went on their field trip and he couldn't take a bath because of his tattoo um you know i also laughed when he had that sleepover with um with the president and uh, with the student council president Totoru and and Shu was there and the president was suspicious of Izumi because he was hiding something and he was trying <laughs> while Izumi was sleeping the president was trying to like take off his shirt so he can find out what was going on and it was like an awkward situation and everything so like yeah like i just i loved this like i i yeah, I, I will watch it forever. This will be like a continuous kind of like rewatch, annual rewatch for me. Um, yeah, so I'm done. Yeah, this is my number one. I don't even blame you, dog. <laughs> don't pick, even blame you. It's good. It's good. But you, Sam had it on there too, right? Mine was lower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yep, yep. But yeah. Um, so I'm wrong. All right. You're wrong. Um, you don't know shit about fuck, all right? You don't know shit about shit. I watched shit. the first season. I like I like the first season. I did not get around to the second one. Um, if it sounds like I'm tired high a little bit, it's because um I haven't been sleeping. I don't know if you guys know that. So there's a little bit about me. Um also uh I'm probably gonna call in tomorrow and just say I have diarrheas. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Dude, Sam, I'll send you some ASMR videos. That'll help you. Yeah. I'll have me get through the day. Um, dude, you're probably going to be like, oh, Sam, you're gay or whatever. And I'm like, you know, that's true. Good job pointing that out like everyone else did. Um, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off is my number one. Yes. Yeah, dude. This and so like. I'm- Actually, that's not an anime. <laughs> It is on Annie list. <laughs> Dude, I listen, you have to understand something. I am a big Scott Pilgrim fan. And I, I've said that many times. Um, I've said that many times, many times. And when this, when they came out, the, the original teaser for this came out, like, I think early 2023 or like late 2022, it came out and all it said was, Scott Pilgrim, the anime, and it listed all of the actors who were in the live action movie versus the world. And I'm like, what? So the basically the American actors played the the their characters in the anime in the dub in the English dub. And then later they like later, like probably 
two or three months before the anime was coming out on Netflix, because they said it was going to be a Netflix thing, um, they posted the opening. So you could watch the opening. And it had all the credits and everything like that. And it had a bunch of some of my favorite animators from David Production, some of them who've worked on Fire Force and other things like that. Not only that, it said the director was Abel Gangora. And Abel Gangora, if you don't know who that is, they were the the chief flash animation, chief chief flash animator for Lou Over the Wall and Ride Your Wave. They did key animation in Inu O. Uh, they boarded episodes in Devilman Crybaby. And they directed my favorite shorts, Science Saru shorts, in Star Wars Visions, which was TOB1. Um, so I could not have been more excited. And then when we actually got to watching it, right, art aside, because I thought we were going into it like, oh, they're going to adapt closer to the manga, right? Because the movie and manga or are, are, are graphic novel are very different. That was not what it was at all. And I was like, oh, shh, this is completely different. This is something like Danny had said it earlier. This is something else. This is not the same thing. This is uh, another another avenue in which we get to experience Scott Pilgrim. And it was there's the movie there's the graphic novels and there's the anime and they're all three of them are their own experiences and this just did it did more to further that experience while still being written by the creator of scott pilgrim the creator and artist of the novels like danny said earlier brian Lee o'malley and let me tell you everything down to the soundtrack to the art style taking brian Lee o'malley's art style and animating it um, which, like, if you talk to Brian Lee O'Malley, he'll tell you who a lot of his influences are things like, you know, uh, Astro Boy and uh, Dororo and things like that and Gigantor and um, a lot of them classic robot shows and Sentai shows and Tokusatsu shows were his, his, his uh, influences, right? And so they got the perfect director for it because T.O.B. one in star Wars is very heavily influenced by, by Astro boy. And so it just was, it just worked out, but I'm the, the level of detail they put into this. Not only was the, the voice actors from the movie, the English dub actors in the, in the anime, mm-hmm. but the singing voice of envy Adams. Yep. The lead singer of metric also did her singing voice in the anime. Mm-hmm. Emily Haynes, she's the lead singer of Metric, and she's part of Broken Social Scene. If you've never heard of Broken Social Scene or Metric, do yourself a favor and go listen to the music right now. Um, but her name is Emily Haynes, and she's very pretty. She's from Canada. She's from Toronto. So obviously she's going to hop on this bitch like, oh, fuck yeah, right? Like, I I don't mind doing the Envy Adams singing voice again. Hell yeah. And it it was amazing. It was great. It was great. It was everything I wanted. It was everything I didn't expect. It was unexpected. I didn't expect it, what was going to happen in it. But when it did happen, I wanted it and I wanted more of it. And it was for someone who's a big Scott Pilgrim fan like myself and many others. There's so many Scott Pilgrim fans out there. And to be honest, I don't know how they feel about it. And I'd be interested to hear it. No, no lie. But for me, I loved it. I love the way it ended. I love the way it looked. I love the way I love some of the some of the awesome fan art that's come out for it. And um, it, it just has, has uh, Scott Pilgrim has renewed itself in, in, 
in the current world of, you know, uh, nerddom. And right before this, we, you know, before this anime came out, about a year before this anime came out, we got the game back from fucking Ubisoft because they finally let go of the rights. And now you can get it on Steam and Switch and stuff. And so I was playing that hella. Um, and so, you know, it already kind of was fresh in my mind. And so when we got this, it just was, I was, I was blown away. I, I love it. I love it so much. I'm, I'm mad that I watched it without Trisha. I really wish I would have watched it with her. Um, but yeah. And also. You watched again. Yeah, I do watch it. I'll watch it. Fucking, oh, my God. I also just want to say this. Okay. This is my last thing I'm going to say. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Brie Larson, or Jason Schwartzman, or Aubrey Plaza, and Mae Whitman, and Kieran Culkin, and Chris Evans, and Anna Kendrick. Actually, pretty much the whole cast of the movie <laughs> and this show, uh, Michael Sarah, and all that. If you're listening to this podcast, please come on the podcast and hang out with me. I'd love that very much. That being said, <laughs> that was my number one. They're like, finally, they they invited us. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the fact that the fucking soundtrack was done by Anna Monaguchi, yes. who did the soundtrack for the game, by the way. Um, and they ended up just remix they they took a couple of songs from the game and just remixed some of it for the anime. And it was such, just like such a good soundtrack. Fucking Danny messages me and she's like, Okay, so now I'm listening to this album by Anna Monaguchi. I'm like, dude, I told you, like <laughs> I fucking told your ass, dude. It's so good. Not that I needed to tell her she was already on that business, but like I just like fucking Anamanaguchi is so good. Um, everything is it's just perfect. It's a perfect little package of Scott Pilgrim. If you're a Scott Pilgrim fan, do yourself a favor and watch it if you haven't watched it yet. So that's my number one for 2023. All right, is it on me? It's on you, man. Number one. What's your good number picks, one? Everybody, good picks, solid picks, solid picks. However, uh, However, not as good as mine. Not as good as mine. My pick for number one best anime of the year is Freerin Beyond Journey's End, which is coincidentally also number one on my anime list all time. Nice. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how long this lasts before the Full Metal Alchemist fans come with. The <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, it's like yeah, it's like different. It's like, ah, I mean, it's it's been sitting there for over a month. Like a, you know, it's been there for a while. Um, but yeah, I think deservedly so, honestly. I'm not saying it is the best anime, but like, you know, if you're going to list out best anime, like this is like, oh, this is actually worthy of that. Sure, yeah. In some ways. Um I'm I'm reading some uh reviews uh and some commentary by Richard Eisenbeis on uh Anime News Network, so everyone go check that out and you know, he 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 explains it way better than I ever could. So, um yeah, Freerun is just it's it's a it's a story about um, like what does it mean to live forever? How do you perceive the passage of time? How do you handle interpersonal connections? And I'm kind of quoting Richard Eisenbeis here. And then it's like, how do you deal with things like loss and love, or are they even important? Given the fleeting existence of mortals, it it's almost like Freeman is like, it's kind of like a metaphor for having pets because to a pet they live for like a few years, right? A dog or a cat. They live for like a dozen years or something. It's not that long. Sure. But you're you're alive much much longer, so you're, like you got to cherish that their their whole life. Like is you are in their whole life while they're only a part of your life. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that's not really the point that Freeman's trying to make. No. It's just like you can draw a direct direct connection to it. There, that's not really the theme of this at all. But I'm just kind of uh, doing that. Um, and so it, it's also like 
what's it like to be part of history? But then you, you find out the history fades where only you're the one who remembers it. Um, and, uh, it's kind of, it, most people aren't going to experience like being like the ultimate hero and saving the world, but they'll, they'll experience things in their life that are, uh, you know, smaller. It's like, Oh, the history of this town or the history of this, uh, this small area that I'm in. Right. And, you know, only the people who are there are going to know that, or only I'm going to know these certain things. Right. Um, it's, it's, uh, the, the story is like, it's, it, it does all this while also being very funny. (laughs) Uh, cause Freerun is like, she's, she's very powerful, but she's also absent minded and her companions are the, are the same kind of like they're, they're powerful, but they all have their own kind of foibles and quirks that, that make them, uh, relatable and likable. You know, Fern is her, is her apprentice and she's the purple haired, uh, you know, witch. well girl, she's a human girl and she's been trained by Freerun. Freerun is by the way, an elf. Um, and this, this is a fantasy story. Um, which is taking place after the, the the demon king has been defeated. So it's like kind of a post credits story. That's what it is. Like the the big climactic battle has already happened. <laughs> now yeah. now we're in the in the end credits. Um which is kind of a novel like an interesting concept. I'm sure it's been done before, but it doesn't it's not a very common thing that you see. Usually it's like okay, this is the main story, right? Um So yeah, you got Freer and you got Fern you got Stark. He's the he's the redheaded, uh, like the the warrior of the group, essentially. Um, and then later on, you meet some more characters. Um, Sion is kind of an older guy. He's he's uh, he's trying to he's trying to get with some older ladies and everything. And <laughs> you, so and you learn. So what you do is you learn about Freerun's old uh, companions who are dead, except for one of them, Eisen the dwarf. Uh, Himmel is like the main hero, right? He was the main hero of of the world, essentially. Um, and Freerun, like she she's like so old, like she's over a thousand years old at this point, uh, that she like doesn't even register <laughs> like the importance of what of like what they did, and also uh, you know how much all that companionship meant to her and everything. So like as they're going through the story in the current day, she's figuring that stuff out with with Fern and Stark and, and her crew and like all these, you know, encountering other uh, people and seeing things change. And it, it's, it's interesting. Cause like they, in every episode, there's just like, Oh, and then six months pass and then a year passed. Like they just, they just like seamlessly <laughs> take time jumps, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel all jolty. It feels natural. You know, it's like you're uh, some kind of omnipotent being. Like it's like we are free run essentially, because like the time means fucking nothing to us, almost. Um, so uh, I think it could also be applied to anime watching, because like you have so much time to watch anime, right? Watching anime, it's not it's a small fraction of your life, but you could, <laughs> you know, like cherish it. Happy, you know, it's Billy Madison style. Wiggle your cheeks and cherish it. <laughs> yeah, cherish so, it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's just overall like a really bittersweet, heartwarming, and also funny story. Studio Madhouse, um, they know what they're doing. Yep, Madhouse. Madhouse, is, they're back in their element. They they took some years off of not producing a lot of good stuff, so I'm glad they're back uh, doing doing a little better. But yeah, Free Rent, by far, best show of the year for me. It's not quite finished yet. There's 28 episodes total. I think the first roughly 13 aired in 2023. So I'm only, I'm only counting those. Um, or maybe it was 16, but anyway, 
I think it was about the first 16 that aired that in that year. But even even with those first 16, it's still easily my favorite and easily the best. Um, I think it's probably my favorite of the decade so far. Of of uh, the 2020s. We're only we're only like three years in, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, good pick, honestly, man. I and I, I kind of already said it when we talked about it in our seasonal app, but like the and it's important that Nick points it out that she's an elf, right? Because in, in in a lot of fantasy lore, elves live to be a long ass time. And so there was this other Yeah, and, and they fight demons and you know, the, yeah, like in the in this post like battle world, they're still fighting demons and the demons don't understand time either. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I will use my ultimate spell on you. And Freeman's like, yeah, we, that's basic magic now. <laughs> yeah. That's a, just so you know, that's <laughs> like, how fucking destroys magic. it. Yeah. She's like, Fern, you're my apprentice. Yeah. You could beat her, right? <laughs> yeah. You got it. Um, but like, that's, um, you know, in, in, in a lot of fantasy lore, you know, world of Warcraft, Dungeons Dragons, whatever elves would be a long time. And so there was this other anime from like 2005 or four, where this girl was like a detective and she was like an immortal. And, you know, every episode was like 50 some years later, you know, and that kind of had a similar thing to it, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel natural. They didn't, they didn't like explain her. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was on Netflix for a long time. Anyways, I'll find out later. But in Freerun, it's like, that's kind of the whole thing is, um, she almost kind of reminds me of Spock in a way from Star Trek. It's not that she doesn't care. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's not that she doesn't care or has a... She's always pursuing knowledge, yeah, too. It, it, Even, like, useless knowledge. Yeah, and and so sometimes, they, you know, it, it kind of comes off like she doesn't care about her companions and the people she meets and whatever. It's, it's not that she doesn't. It's just, to her, time flows differently. And so, like, to her, it was like... To her, 10 years ago, it was like yesterday. You know, for me, what was I doing 10 years ago? Um, was that 2014? Probably farting. Dude. I was. I think I was working at Michael's, our, our craft store. Dude, she must have a great memory, by the way. Holy shit! Yeah, I don't know, right? It's like, <laughs> anyways, I think I was farting and pooping. I don't know. That being said, yeah, I, I don't blame you for having this, even though it's continuing. Um, I don't blame this for you having to say you're number one. You know, it's just it's a good show, and it looks nice. It looks great. And uh, I've heard people say that the they like from the people who are manga only, you know, they love it. So, hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. You know what? I think I kind of, I don't know. A lot of my honorable mentions were kind of like in other people's lists, kind of. Yeah, I don't got. Yeah, it. I don't, fuck all the, the rest of the shows, right? One, one that I do, <laughs> one kidding. that sticks out to me. I will say this, just because I know someone's gonna say something to me. Um, is the masterful cat is depressed again today? <laughs> yeah, that absolutely would have been on my list. It absolutely would have. But in terms of like stories, story wise, um, these ten I have here that I listed here mattered. I you know I enjoyed more because that's a slice of life, right? So was only my right, but only my had like an overarching kind of character development to it. Where in masterful cat is depressed again today. There was an overarching kind of thing with them too, but, um, and it looked amazing. You know, it looked really, it looked really good in my opinion. Some of the 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 low angle shots were kind of wonky and made you feel a little motion sick, I think. But, um, that it slipped out of my list, and 
Danny and Nick can tell you because I was I was kind of moving things around and deleting things last minute. It was it was actually my number ten. Um, but uh, yeah, Mashable Cat is depressed again today. Big honorable mention from me. Um, otherwise, Spy Family too, I guess, could be on there for me as well. But yeah. Aside from like Zom 100 and Spy Family and Overtake, because those three were on both of your lists. Um, My Happy Marriage and oh, yeah. uh, Sugar Apple, Apple Fairy Tale, both season one and two, uh, are my honorable mentions. Yeah, My um, Happy Marriage is good, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed My Happy Marriage. So, um, just. I remember when Daniel was like, just watch it. I'm like, oh, that shit is yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm watch it. And then I watched it. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that one was great. And I mean, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, I think, is definitely something that. Um, it's a great emoji quiz anime. What? <laughs> it's a great emoji quiz anime. No, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale? Quiz. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. There's very easy emojis yeah. for it. There you go. Um, people, people will get it right away. Yeah, so, but, yeah, that that show, I mean, not that many people are watching it, but I really enjoy it. It kind of reminds me of something that I, um, I would have watched, like, back in the 2000s. Um, I mean, Studio Shaft uh, is the studio who's doing it and stuff so but it's very enjoyable it has a lot of high drama and high stakes in it so it's very interesting um yeah yeah there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like longer running show we're not counting like one piece for these lists because that's silly but uh like Moshoka Tensei season two uh, I know shield hero still going um what else I mean there's a whole bunch of sequels uh, let's see here. I also I liked Shangri La Frontier. I didn't finish it yet. Dark Gathering, I liked. Yeah, Dark Gathering was great, dude. The first couple episodes. Reincarnated as a vending machine. If you just want some plummet style show, check that one out. The vending machine anime was very fun, very mid but very fun. Uh, yeah, I got a couple of those. I mean, I, we already met. Oh, Hell's Paradise was it was decent. It was fun. That one was good, but I think I liked i I think I liked the manga more than the anime. Yeah, it was it was uh, if if you like that type of anime, then yeah. then check it out. I mean, it's so Mashal was was funny, and Mashal. I I actually <laughs> i I started Mashal back up again, but I'm watching it in in the English dub, and I think it's way more funnier in my opinion. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So, um. I, I mean, for me, Otaku I think it, I think it's just since it's just stupid fun, I much rather watch it in English and just enjoy the ridiculousness oh, yeah, yeah. of it than having to like read subtitles. So, yeah, Birdie Wing season two. Uh, Some already mentioned which for Mercury Gundam. Let's see. Uh, the the farming life in another world shows a couple of those are actually surprisingly decent. <laughs> um. Oh, the angel. Next door spoils me rotten was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean there's like there's a bunch of pretty fun shows. But yeah, for me, probably Shangri-La Frontier and Dark Gathering. I would 
I would want to finish those ones up. Oh, and uh, Dangers in My Heart before Zella kills us all. <laughs> oh yeah, Dangers in My Dangers in Dangers My Heart. Dangers in My Heart. We 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 probably should have mentioned that one more. Um, no, we should have. People it's, really it's liked that. It squeaked out of one. my list. It squeaked out of my list. Yeah, I, I thought about it. If I rewatched it, I might actually add it in. But no, yeah, seriously, I Zella, please don't please don't pee my Cheerios. I love Dangers in My Heart a lot. I like it more than. Uh, what's the other one? My the one that Danny had on her list. Yeah, that trash show on Danny's friend? list. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people compare those together because they they, they, show they, they that won't Danny hear it at the same time. But like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't even. I'm not even listening to. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> but I'm um, fucking. Yeah, no, dude. I fucking dangers in my heart is so good. It's it's really good. Just a coming of age, learning to fall in love kind of thing. It's it's really good. And, and that should be on there somewhere if it's not, you know, but yeah. So don't fart my Cheerios. That being said, what is your top 10? And don't come at me and be like, no, this is my top 10 easy. It's, uh, it's not easy. It's hard. Okay. Shut up. All right. There's also a, a super dark horse. The, uh, Yuzuki's family's four sons apparently is very good. That's what, uh, Otaku spirit was saying. Yuzuki family's four sons. Yeah, that one was in fall. That that must have been like way down the list. I didn't even hear about that one. They had that like they had that like as their favorite show of the year. One one of their top three. No, it was like top five, or whatever. But yeah, if you're looking for a underwatch show, that's another one. Nice. So let us know what your top ten is. Unless you're a bitch. Okay. That being said, I'm glad we are past the semis. To move on to more fun things, and we still have the plumbing in the summit coming up. I'm not sure what we're gonna title it yet. I'm, I'll think of something funny. I don't know. But don't worry about it. That will happen soon. So if you guys are excited about that, trust me. A more solid announcement will come. This is just a soft announcement right now, but I will get back to you when we hear more about it after we meet with the boys. Um, Nick and Danny, great list. I'm glad you guys put things on there. It seems like the three of us were kind of like, oh, man, thank you for putting that on there. <laughs> like, it was like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, it makes it easy, too. It's like, oh, good. We can still talk Yeah, because it was, it was hard, right? Like, I'm telling you. But, yeah, I mean, th- this is just the epitome of, like, like what you like. Put you, put what you want on there. Don't doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If it's your favorite, it's your favorite. That's all that matters. So, that being said, I love you guys. I love you just the way you are. Thank you for listening every week to Anime Summit Podcast. I've been Sam. That's been Danny. That's been Honey Bear. That's been Nick. That's been Mochi. That's been. I think King is over there. I can't really see him. Wave your arms. King, wave your arms. <laughs> King. 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 <laughs> King. No. Just ended on that. Just wave. <laughs> wave your arms. Wave your arms. What? Hold on a sec. Can you guys just pause? I'll cut this out. Wave your arms, stupid. Okay, never mind. (laughs) And this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. (laughs) It turns out it wasn't King. It was somebody else.